They're evil. Signs of evil. Alex can outact Evans. That's like saying you can outact the paper bag. Dead now. Hi, everybody, and welcome once again to the world famous. Yeah, that are hatched from a dead rooster. Welcome to tonight's episode of the Roundtable Show. We have a nice, huge panel tonight. I am Zod Ryder, and with me is Johnny Alpha, the Jackal, and we have a new member Yo. with us tonight. We have Robbie the Nephew. Welcome. Hello, to- hello. <laughs> I am Robbie the Nephew, a new nick- nickname I've just been given. Awesome. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty awesome. I feel special now. <laughs> that is great and we got we've got a great show tonight we've got uh, a lot of movie news and stuff to talk about tonight so uh i i guess i don't know should we should we talk about star wars a little bit right now since we you know well it's pretty much all that most all of the news is about i mean talking about anyway you know yeah now that, now that Back to the Future Day is over, and that's kind of calmed down a little bit again, you know, but, like, for a while there, it was just the two of I them. I like, said I didn't get my Pepsi perfect, you know, that, that, that pissed me off. It wasn't actually that good, man. Well, no, I mean, it's actually just, you know, we talked throwback, about back, yeah. throwback Pepsi in a fancy, you know, Pepsi perfect uh, Back to the Future 2 uh, themed bottle. It was like, uh, they said that when they were selling it, it was $20.15 for... 2015, which makes it a ripoff anyway, but still, it would have been cool to get it, but I, I couldn't find it, so I didn't worry about it. Yeah. Did any of you get anything special for Back to the Future Day? No, I'm not, not really. really that big of a fan of Back to the Future. I did. You got your Pepsi Perfect? Did you really? No. I'm really pissed about that, by the way. Yeah, I couldn't find it, dude. I, I don't know. Nowhere. I went on Pepsi.com. I went to local outlet stores. Nobody had anything. Really I know what you that. got, though. You got, like, that same kind of hat that future Marty McFly was wearing, right? Like, that kind of mirror. I wish I could find that. I couldn't find that anywhere. <laughs> that shiny hat? Yeah. I've seen, seen those in a, in a mall at, like, a, one of those Hot Topics they had one. You know, those little Marty McFly. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. I think... Uh, I think Back to the Future Day was kind of a kind of a disappointment as far as Back to the Future themed uh, mer- availability from the merchandise and all the things that they promised. I mean, I know a couple people that were claiming that they were going to make it their mission the entire day to try and find that 2015 newspaper where Griff gets uh, where Marty gets jailed. I guess they were going to young Marty, so they they're going to do a newspaper. Uh... Oh, they released it, the U.S. Really? Today newspaper, where he gets, you know, the one that Doc had with him when they went into 2015, the USA Today. Yeah, but they, they actually put that out, USA Today? Yeah, they actually put out that special edition of the paper, yeah, so people were saying they were going to, 
you know, go out and actually find it. And then, of course, they released that Back in Time, Back to the Future documentary, and I went and got the audio book of the making of the Back to the Future trilogy, and I listened to that, which was a really good, uh, which was really good and informative. There was a lot of interesting stuff in there that I, you know, wasn't I aware. A, I did make a couple purchases. I bought a uh, hoodie of Back to the Future. Awesome. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It said, uh, I was there, you know, remember the, uh, you know, October 21st from the actual movie, the way it looked in the DeLorean? On the yeah. It was like a shot of the panel, and it says, I was there. That's epic. I think the coolest thing I did on Back to the Future Day was argue with Jackal over which was more popular, Back yes. to the Future or Blade Runner. That's pretty and much I like... I stick to my story. <laughs> uh, it may be more popular, oh, but Blade be Runner is a better movie. Well, here's the thing. Blade Runner is going to get its due, too, when the sequel final, it finally comes out. You're going to see all the... I, I hope it's better than Back to the Future 2 and 3. I really do, because if it comes it's out and it's as bad as It's never going to happen, man. Never going to happen. No, they're actually making it. The guy that directed Sicario and no, no, uh, I, I know they're making it. It's just never going to be better. They're than making it, and Harrison, not and apparently, and apparently, Harrison Ford says it's the best script he's ever read in his life. <laughs> so I don't know necessarily if what that, if that, if that's you know, if that means anything. But that's what he said. Said apparently uh, for the new Blade Runner sequel. He was so, high on pain medication after his airplane but crash. I mean, but, <laughs> no, but I mean, come on, D, could you? Can you imagine the magnitude of that? I mean, that this is a guy who's read a lot of scripts, who's been in a lot of movies. For him to actually come out and say, this is the best script I've ever read in my entire life, does that, I mean, does well, that not... Who said that? that? Who, who Harrison, said that? Harrison Ford. Yeah, but he said the same thing about Kingdom of the Crystal Skulls. No, he didn't say that. He Nobody said this is the best Indiana it. Jones movie I've ever done. This is a great movie. <laughs> it's well, a great movie. Not even Shia said that shit, bro. Come on. <laughs> oh, he did. Shia said it was better than Transformers 2. <laughs> Just oh. do it! All right? Yes. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's crazy. <laughs> look, it, it, look it, I'll stick to my story, man. Back to the Future is more iconic. It's more legendary. Blade Runner is a good movie. I'm not saying it's a bad movie or it's a shitty movie. I like Blade Runner. Fine. It's a good movie. It's a good sci-fi right. movie. Definitely. Um, yeah, but it, you can't compare the two. Like Back to the Future. Look, look. they made a Back to the Future day, for crying out loud. You don't get a Blade Runner day. Yeah, but you a can't really have a Blade Runner day. It's not like it's not a jovial film. It's about... doesn't matter. The it's fandom, about androids the fandom, don't want to die. Look, it's kind of a you don't see, first of all, you don't see people cosplaying Blade Runner. You see them yes, cosplaying you do. Back to the Future. Hell Very yeah, few you and do. far in between. Yeah, you, you don't see the Delo- you see the DeLorean everywhere. You don't see like ships from back from Blade Runner. Sure you do. The, the... Yeah. I see the flying cars from Blade Runner at, at cons all the time, bro. I've never mm-hmm. seen them. Remember I, the remember the, the DeLorean everywhere. Game? Remember the computer game that they made in the early two thousands for Blade Runner? That was pretty yeah. popular. And and, and then yeah, nobody, you nobody said like that. nobody you said that. like nobody. Back to the Future has a ride, so that makes it awesome. Like Days of Thunder yes. has a ride, and that's one of the worst. It has it has a theme ride, man. You can't have Universal, a ride for Blade bro. Runner. Like, what are you gonna What are you gonna do on the Blade Runner ride? Like, like yeah, exactly. It's not as cool as Back to the Future. No, it has no theme ride. None. I rest my story. Yeah, yeah but Days of Thunder has a theme ride at the same exact theme park as. Well, the, that's a great movie too, bro. No, it's not. I'm a Tony Scott fan, and like come on, Days, Days of Thunder, bro. Come on, come on, bro. Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise doesn't even like that. Movie. Tom Cruise, bro. No, I can honestly tell you that I've never sat through that entire film. I've seen Tom Cruise, bits, bro. Bits, Tom Cruise in bits racing. And pieces on, of it, but uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Here's the new. Here's the new rumor. The writer of the uh, 
the the writer of uh, that McQuarrie guy, the guy that well, actually the director of uh, of uh, what was it, Mission Impossible, the last one, Mission Impossible Five, uh, is apparently yeah. re- is apparently rewriting Star Wars Rogue One. Oh no, kidding. He's been brought in to do rewrites, and of course, the natural rumor that's going to go along with that is it's well, going to flop. Maybe like- no, 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 no. Here's the rumor: the rumor is going to be, oh wow, maybe Tom Cruise is going to be in Rogue One. Oh Just saying. <laughs> oh my yeah. god, that'd be cool. Oh, hope not, man. Like, <laughs> then, I, then, then there goes my Star Wars fandom again. I, I, Actually, I'd like to see like Brad Pitt in a Star Wars movie. That'd yeah, cool. Brad Pitt would be okay in a Star Wars. Movie. Like a, as a crazy Sith Lord. You know what I'm saying? Like the Fight Club. Matthew McConaughey, too. Yeah, the Matthew two of McConaughey is yeah. the crazy. All right, all right, all right, Sith Lords. As a cra- Matthew McConaughey is a crazy X-Wing pilot, man. Straight up. I can so see that, bro. Like, just, like, totally. Like, you can totally, just totally remove Poe Demeron's face from the suit and just put Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. That's it. I can see that, right? That's perfect. Yeah, that's perfect. What did they give him for it? That would have been epic. Think Matthew about McConaughey it. as Poe Dameron. I'm down. Or no, they could have him be like Wedge Antilles' kid. That'd be awesome too. I yes, think McConaughey could totally play Wedge's kid. He'll be he'll be Porkins Junior. The Finn version. Get him out Finn Porkins. He plays his total, you know, skinny self, and he's his name's Porkins. That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. <laughs> or he's a method actor. He might gain like a hundred pounds to be Porkins. Yeah, that's possible too. He is a method actor. Yeah, he's a method actor like uh, like Eric Stoltz. Yeah. <laughs> he was removed. Eric Stoltz, yeah, man, he was poor removed. <laughs> that poor bastard, man. The me- method actor. Yeah, that's why they got rid of him because he's yeah. you know, he was yeah. a method actor. Did you guys know there was a comic book based off of that whole situation called Back to Back to the Future, and wow. it actually told the story of of. Uh, of Stoltz getting fired as Marty McFly, and serious? Bob Gale goes back in time in a time machine with the original girl that was supposed to have played uh, Jennifer Parker, not Claudia Wells, but the girl before her that was taller than Michael J. Fox. So let she me got, guess. Let she me guess. Anybody, anybody's taller than Michael J. Fox. Blue Water right? Press put this out, right? Like It, it goes along with the uh, Misadventures of Adam West comic book, basically. I, I don't know what comic book company put it out. I, I don't know. I just I, I, I came, came upon it and went through it, and it's kind of... Uh, it's just really bizarre. Like this whole, they do this whole like Back to the Future type thing where they basically go back in time to try and prevent Eric Stoltz from being fired as Marty McFly because David Gale, I mean Bob Gale, can't live with it on his conscience what he <laughs> did, all this stuff. It, it was cra- it was crazy, and I'm like, my God, what what are you talking about? Like the whole concept of actually revisiting that story in that manner, and then basically uh, Eric Stoltz becomes like this insanely popular dude and becomes like a like a megalomaniac and becomes like an like a complete jerk and he actually kills michael j fox and i mean it was in the comic yeah in the comic he killed yeah, not in real life jeez well, <laughs> i know not in real life i mean i just i mean parkinson's is saying, man, his life not not airport i mean it was i mean but it was so like just gave it to him you know i don't know that's that's messed up that's that's cold-blooded <laughs> It was a horrible, uh, horrible way to tell the story. I was expecting that. I was expecting it to actually be more of like a what if kind of comic because they say that there's notable differences between the way 
you know, the Saltz version turned out, and apparently they shot most of the movie with him anyway. So at some point we might get an actual cut of Back to the Future um, with Stoltz in the role. But yeah, but that, I don't know if they, they, they didn't shoot the entire film with him. So they, shot, they, shot, they, shot, um, they shot more than 90% of the movie. From what no, from, no, it wasn't that much. Yeah, they, they, could, they could see you guys. It was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. They actually could. They could nowadays. They probably could. That's what I'm saying. It's actually possible for them to do a complete cut of the movie if they wanted to now. But here's the problem with who that. Who would want to see that? Really? Who would want? Yeah. Who would want to see it? I, I'm curious as to see how some of the scenes would be. I think the best thing for them to do would be to just release certain scenes, just a few, you know, quick snippets, so we could see, so we can get an idea. But I mean, there's really no need to well, do like, it. Like have it as a comparison thing, like on a DVD set. Like you can, yeah. Like if they would have done something like that for like and... for the uh, box set they just recently released, the uh, Blu-ray box set with the uh, flux capacitor. I mean, yeah, but there's no dialogue in the Stoltz scenes. They just show. Ah. They just show a few clips with him, you know. They show like but, his facial expressions and whatnot, but they don't actually give you a scene where he actually acts, which is something. That no, but they, I'm saying on a box like that, it would have it would have been cool. They would have included the entire like. Oh, yeah, cut, yeah, yeah they might as well have included the footage. I mean, they gave yeah. you everything. Kitchen I mean, you're paying like close to a hundred bucks for this thing. You might as well give me that movie. Right. Also, that's Screw what it, I don't understand. How many times do we have to rebuy this movie? I mean, like, seriously, I have it on DVD and on Blu-ray. I'm gonna right. get another Blu-ray DVD. copy. Give me something I, I don't have. The, I bet you you got like you got the you got the light blue or the light blue uh, DVD set. I feel like I, I, feel, I feel like I got blue balls from buying all that damn <laughs> boxes. Back to the Future box sets. I'm telling I've seen you. it so many times already. Like I don't want to buy another box set. I get blue balls. It's just gonna sit there. You know, give me something I don't have. That would be cool. They actually put. That entire cut of the Eric Stoltz, you know. Yeah, film. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to buy it separately, but if I'm going to buy the goddamn trilogy again, you know, just throw it in there. You know what I'm saying? That's what they. That's probably what they would do because I'm. Get, they're probably getting to the point where they're running out of stuff that they can throw in, so they're eventually going to have to say, "Well, let's just mix this all together and do a throw a complete cut, and then that'll compel people to buy the whole thing again, just so that they can get that." And I and I think that's what I think that's what we'll see. Probably not till like the 40th anniversary, though. Because uh, Gale, Bob Gale said, actually said on the Back in Time documentary, he actually said that they are planning to release that at some point. And I'm like, well, yeah, yeah. you're planning to release it for the 40th anniversary, or maybe you're going to wait, you're going to be a real jerk and wait till the 50th anniversary to release that. And by then, you'll be able to do a complete cut, complete with CGI, completed footage, and Stoll's coming in to dub mm-hmm. his. For the rest of the scenes that you that you didn't have him for, I mean, it's ridiculous. Well, they remember they also have the fortieth, the fiftieth anniversary, the sixty. Every ten years, they're just going to release another box set of something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have eventually something you'll get it. I'll tell you this much: was this set was the was the flux capacitor and the and the animated and that animated series. Right, right, right. What right. was to this set? So the next set, the next reissue will probably just be a reissue of. What we got here, and then, and then for like, they'll do something else. They'll make throw the yeah. But I mean, like, what you guys are at least getting the entire set. Like the one thing about certain box sets that really pissed me off, especially when they know that another sequel's coming out. Like you know, like you know, the 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 Fast and Furious eight's getting made. You know, but like right before that comes out, they're gonna put out the seven Fast and Furious movies, and they're gonna call it a complete collection. I think there is. I think it is out like that. It's already out. Yeah, yeah, it's been out. There is. Yeah. Action. Every time they every time they release a Fast and the Furious movie in theaters, they put out a box set like the Ultimate Collection, 
And it has yeah, and, and it's not. And then you're like, well, there's another one coming out, so i got to get another box set. <laughs> See, now, bring, now, like, Jesus, it never ends with these people. This is an interesting question, though. What what defines Ultimate? Why how why do they keep naming it the Ultimate Special Edition when they know they have another film coming out? That makes no sense. Because everybody's sucking George Lucas's yeah, dick for doing the Special Edition of Star Wars. That's really what it is. After he, look, after he did Star Wars the Special Edition in the nineties, everybody started putting Star you know Special Edition on their releases. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Special Edition this that. Yeah. It's all sucking on George Lucas's penis because he's yeah. Just, just like when Ridley Scott did the first um. Director's cut for Blade Runner, man. After that, like everybody was doing. Right. Gotta, remember when no, they released? No. That's, that's, that's all tied down a lot, but, but I mean, like at the time, I, I mean, it was just insane. Now, you remember the suitcase, the Blade Runner suitcase that had that has all the cuts of Blade Runner, including the work print and the De- and the Denver Denver work print. The the, yes, you know, that, the that's yeah. a movie that I want to see people play more with because I read that there's just like boxes and boxes of just rolls of footage that are just unseen and unused for that film. I'd like somebody to go through that and actually maybe try to put on a longer cut of that yeah, film. There's a lot of different cuts of the movie, though, yeah. man. I mean, take your pick. How, a, yeah, how many more cuts well, do you need? Five seriously? different cuts of Blade Runner. It's like it's like Last of the Mohicans. There's like four or five different cuts of that, too. Oh, yeah, but I mean, like, this is at least interesting. It's not just a bad Michael Mann movie based off of a classic book. Like, uh, but Blade Runner, I mean, like, I don't know. They could cut, like, a long-ass thing together and make it a Netflix show. You know what I mean? That's That could be interesting. <laughs> I guess. I mean, speaking of, well, speaking of uh, Blade Runner and, and uh, uh, Philip K. Dick, that that uh, Man in the High Castle, that Amazon series, just they released their the second episode of that on you know Amazon, Amazon dot com, and I guess they're going through with the full a full season of it. And it's going to come out November twentieth, and it looks fantastic. I saw both of the episodes that they released. Fantastic series. Yeah, I I, I really like the pilot, man. Like I, at first, I heard that the they second weren't episode is out for free. Definitely watch the second episode. Well, I got Prime it. anyways, so I, I could. Oh, yeah, man, it's fucking great. It's worth getting Prime just for that show. <laughs> I'll tell you this much, guys. Uh, Prime is great, but the, the best thing that came out of the Back to the Future Day uh, was a story that came out, uh, posted, uh, breaking news, Michael J. Fox arrested for insider sports betting. And it read out of Los Angeles, says, Michael J. Fox arrested Wednesday morning in relation to insider sports uh, betting on DraftKings.com. Uh, it says here, Fox arose suspicion after achieving a statistically impossible perfect record on his site under the username No Chicken. Authorities found... <laughs> An unusually worn copy of his sports almanac, which was just recently printed and which has markings cataloging winning bets Fox has placed since the 1980s. Says here, the operating theory is that back in the future, back to the future films were really documentaries from an original prime timeline, said NASA astrophysicist Barry Manilow. Manilow. Barry (laughs) Manilow. That's funny. The implications are heavy, he said. It, uh, it is suspected that we are living in an alternate 2015, as there are no flying cars, there are only four Jaws movies, and we can only assume that they are, they are forever stunted as a society. We're not going to get, you know, the hoverboards or anything. The amount of lives lost due to our lack of progress in technology and medicine is unfathomable. Uh, worst of all, instead of hoverboards, this sad reality is limited to the uh, sw- uh, swagway. The swagway. Segway. No, no, swag. It actually says swagway. That's W-A-G-W-A-Y. Swagway. They probably meant segway, but they've just misspelled it. 
Yeah, they misspelled yeah, it, and I read. It. I'm like, uh, like uh, the Anchorman. Uh, I read it exactly as how it's written. On Ron this. Burgundy <laughs> over here. Yeah, I'm like Ron Burgundy. I read it exactly how it's written out. But, uh, but the movie here, actually, actually know, nailed that. something, right? The, the the Cubs lost the game. No, like, no, they, like they're supposed, no. In the movie, they won. You no, man. Oh, did they? Oh. Yes, they got it, swept instead of sweeping, <laughs> and they and they and they got swept out of yeah exactly, and they got swept out on the twenty first, but of, on the twenty first, which is the day of Back to the Future, and which is funny because the World Series actually takes place later on on the month. It's not on October twenty first. So yeah, yeah, we're living wrong. If twenty fifteen, that's what it is. We're in a different. <laughs> we're in a different. What what's that that uh, alternate that John timeline, homie? says no, but John Titor says we're living in an all, in an alternate. We're we're living in a world line, right? This is a yeah, world line. World line. John Teeter. <laughs> John yeah. Teeter. Yeah. yeah. Check this out. It says uh, it says here we suspect Mr. Fox has been using an alias to hide his real identity after damaging his space time continuum. Said one mm-hmm. source within the FBI's time crime division. Under the name of Marty McFly, he was an accomplice to Dr. Emmett Brown in negotiations with terrorists to obtain materials to build a dangerous weapon allowing the pair to, tra- uh, to travel through time. Wow. Dr. Brown is still on the run and extremely dangerous. Great Scott. We are looking for a criminal mastermind, said FBI Tim Travel. He is extremely intelligent and capable of producing weapons of mass destruction with scarce resources. He built a highly advanced technology known as the flux capacitor in his garage. That's an actual article on StubHillNews.com. Yes. <laughs> hey, Jackal, earlier you said that, like, who isn't shorter than, um, taller than Michael J. Fox? And I got to ask, yeah. like, honestly, who do you think is taller, Tom Cruise or Michael J. Fox? Because they're both little dudes, Ooh, right? That's a good question. Yeah, that's a good question. That would be a great fight, actually. Michael J. Fox <laughs> is probably a little tall. Battle of the Knee Biters, yes. <laughs> Michael J. Fox is probably a little bit taller. By the way, that is a spoof story, so nobody out there will go crazy thinking that's an actual account. That's a great story, though. They actually posted that as it was uh, an actual story. And the picture they used for Michael J. Fox is just brilliant. Here, I'm going to link it to you guys on uh, Skype. i got to log into the Skype on this computer. Darn it. I'm using two different computers. You know what? And no matter what they say, I still think we're going to get a Back to the Future four in our in our lifetime. I just nah, think it's, it's not going to happen, happen, bro. Because they, you know, it's what a remake. No, or the only way that a reboot might happen after Zemeckis dies or Spielberg and Zemeckis dies. But while those two guys are alive, they're not going to touch that series again. What if? The, what about a TV show? Eh. They're doing a lot of crappy, uh, like, 80s movie-inspired TV shows. Yeah, but here's the thing. A TV show about, uh, about them time-traveling. That's already been done. Hello? Doctor Who. Yeah, but, I mean, like, every Doctor <laughs> show in the world is the same Doctor show. Like, same thing with procedural cop shows. I'm pretty sure that, like, if you can, if they could get the name recognition and they could get, like, a buzz going about it, I'm sure they could sell they it. They could do They could give Doctor Doctor Emmett Brown his own TV show. They could do, like, yeah, Doctor Brown. Christopher <laughs> <laughs> Lloyd needs the work, man, honestly. Great oh, yeah, Scott. He's, he's the one going out there saying he definitely is down to do a fourth one. He's the one, you know, hyping it. Like, well, well you've seen, like, we hit, when he's had to resort to acting in lately. Like, I, well, I've seen him and Michael J. Fox on Jimmy Kimmel in character, dude. Like, did you see that on YouTube? Yeah, they, but that, that's they actually, a, yeah, but they, they, dude, they got what's his face? What's the uh, the cast of Saved by the Bell back together on like one of these shows? 
Yeah, that, they Jimmy did that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that they, they do that. that. They're doing that a lot on uh, these TV uh, late night shows now. Getting old cast together, old crews together, and stuff. Even yeah, they even came screech, in in a DeLorean and everything. It was crazy. No, they didn't get Screech. They they couldn't get no, Screech. Yeah, they, Screech is like they had a kid in there that looked like Screech. They'll walk by. <laughs> yeah, remember it yeah. was uh, it was just like some dude with Screech's haircut like walk by and uh, I don't uh, remember that. But yeah, no, uh, Dustin Hallway. Diamond who played Screech is very bitter about that role. <laughs> <laughs> He's well, come on, think of the Screech. girlfriend he could have had, man. What <laughs> Lisa Turtle? <laughs> yeah, right. Was have you seen her? Ne- have you seen her recently? Have you seen her the way she looks now? Oh, she doesn't look good now. Oh my God, no! She looks like Hiroshima fell on her face, like the whole. Whoa! Horrible. That's not good. Is she the one that was in no. Showgirls or? Mm-mm. No, no, that was Elizabeth that... um, Berkeley. That was Slater's girlfriend that was in Showgirls. Man, I I didn't watch that show. <laughs> No, but I remember Showgirls. That was a hell of a movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Showgirls and then Showgirls 2. <laughs> that wasn't they made a that second one, dude? Really? Yes, they did. No, actually, they did. Yeah, that's not even a joke. Yeah, it's actually... It's that, that happened, yes. Is it as awesome as like Roadhouse 2? You know, like with like none of the actual stars? <laughs> no, the actual stars, just the, the name drop. No, but you know who's in it? The the driver that drove... Uh, that drove the, drove the original stripper to, to Vegas... Oh, so 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 that the, the chick gets a, a ride from the same guy. That's basically the big tie together. <laughs> now, if you thought the first Showgirls was badly written, badly directed, badly put together, this doesn't even look like a movie. Like it's like a bunch of like amateur, like regular camera footage. There's no director here. I think it's like, it's like a Mick G movie. I got gotcha. you. Worse, <laughs> actually, worse. It's... Mick G is Francis Ford for Coppola compared to the director of this movie. Bad. Sharknado. Sharknado, hey, bad. Sharknado yes, is awesome. Man. Yes, nephew, Sharknado is bad. I agree. Yes, it's actually called Showgirls. Actually, has a subtitle. It's called Showgirls Two Pennies from Heaven. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's that bad. And, Pennies and from it's heaven. that bad. It's literally that bad. And it's directed by somebody named Raina Raphael. Raina Raphael. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very. Everybody, everybody remembers Randy Ruffalo. And apparently, this and apparently this woman that plays the lead in Showgirls Two was actually in the original Showgirls. So I don't know, mm-hmm. <laughs> but 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 it's a bad movie. Exactly. <laughs> you know this. <laughs> That's the point. It's very bad. Well, back to kind of like Steven Spielberg-y kind of news, man. Like I, oh, yeah, I, from Showgirls to Steven Spielberg. There you go. But <laughs> he really wanted to be in on that. You know what I mean? But he just had too many projects on his lap at the time. That's you know, what like, it was, yeah. yeah. yeah he, he was like, Deep Impact or Showgirls? Deep Impact, Showgirls. Um, and he, he went with Deep Impact. And like time will tell whether that was a good choice or not. But like um, I, the guy that um, was the showrunner. I think time has Man- spoken on that one, uh, Johnny Alpha. Well, no, they're both hunks of shit, dude. So, I mean, like, I don't think that time actually has spoken on which was a better idea that he could have took. And <laughs> he probably would have did a great job with Showgirls. Hell yeah, man! Like fucking Tom Cruise would have been in Showgirls. Oh yeah, absolutely. He would have been Kyle MacLachlan. That would have been great. That would have been great. Yeah, why not? Because he'd need floaters to like be as tall as the chick in the pool fuck scene, man. Honestly. 
<laughs> Have little floaties on his arm like a little kid. <laughs> Micro Tom. He's a little little tiny guy. Yeah, man. He's, he's... <laughs> What do you think of Tom Cruise there, nephew? He's an on mute. Yeah, where is Roger? Uh, yeah, Tom Cruise, what about him? Well, what do you think of the guy? Um, I I really have nothing to say about him. <laughs> so uh, you get yourself back up. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's you. I, I don't I don't yeah, watch Tom Cruise movies. I just pow pow. Good thing Oscar's not on, man. He'd be tearing us all up. Tom yeah, Cruise he... is an artist, and you guys are just mean because he's amazing. Where is Oscar? I thought he said he was going to be on this week. I don't know, man. He keeps ducking the show. I don't know what's going on, with him, but he can make his Monday show without a problem. Oh, I don't know. I thought he said. Yeah, I don't know about that. But I thought he said last week he was going to be on, though. That's I all. I know he did. He did. I'm not but saying nothing, you know. No, no uh, offense, Oscar, but I thought you did say you were going to be on this week. He did. Well. He did. You could have yeah, defended your midget buddy too, man. I mean, we're tearing him up on this show, so that's right. Yeah. Well, we got the nephew here who uh, is uh, dropping an incredible, uh, incredible dialogue here. A uh, nephew. <laughs> Tell us I more mean, about your thoughts on Tom Cruise here. <laughs> There's not much to say. I mean, uh, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I don't watch movies as much as you guys do. Really, you guys know way more than me. This is yeah, what I'm listening, and uh, I'm trying to you know, learn a bit, absorb everything. But let yeah. me tell you something. You have a really cool shirt on right now. Yeah, tell everybody the shirt you have on. That's uh, a Star Wars jacket. That's right. Yeah. He is being indoctrinated, guys. <laughs> pow pow. <laughs> He's becoming one of us. Which Star Wars? Like old trilogy, prequels it, it, trilogy, nudes trilogy? No, no, no. no. It's just a. Uh, it's a just the logo, yeah. yeah it's just Star logo. Wars in general. Okay, I got yeah. it. Right, 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 right. It's really cool. It's it's, it's cool, yeah, and it was only twenty bucks. I mean, I love Walmart. Walmart. Don't let your <laughs> uncle confuse you and try to get you to think the prequels were good movies because they're not, man. No, nah, he always tells me they're not. Hey, I don't say that. Yeah, you, <laughs> no, I, no, I don't. Hey. That's a full face lie. <laughs> I say I don't like Jar Jar, but I do like the prequels. Hey, he's this not inside. I'm right. This is yeah, true. See? There you go. Oh wow! Don't be lying on me on radio. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you, nephew? They'll believe me, uh, not you, right? Yeah, right, guys? Exactly. Yeah. Because the, the that, that makes more sense. I Jackal being a fan of the prequels is him trolling me. That actually makes more sense than a person <laughs> that I respect. I think has like actually usually good taste liking something that horrible. So yeah, that, that actually makes. Like you totally like opened a new theory up for me, man. Thank you very much. No problem. He he does tell me a lot that uh, Darth Maul is a wasted character. That that it is because he wasn't used properly. I think well, yeah, people go on, on and on about how amazing he was, but like yeah. in his first like lightsaber fight, he gets cut in half and dropped down a Wookiee hole. So I mean, like obviously he wasn't really that cool, right? Well, he did technically he won that fight, but his arrogance made him get cut in half. And Obi Wan is a freaking legend. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Qui-Gon Jinn died too early. That was another one. So what does that say about Qui-Gon Jinn, guys? Are you talking bad about Darth Maul? Well, he was just made up for that movie anyways. Because, like, I mean, if you watch the original trilogy, Obi-Wan says that Yoda trained him. And then all of a sudden we're watching the Phantom Man's ass. And all of a sudden, like, oh, wow, they got Liam Neeson's boring ass to be a Jedi in this out of nowhere. Like, where's Yoda? He's like, hey, supposed- what? he's got a particular set of skills. Yeah, he's a boring set skills, of skills. He's got a skill he's to put a Jedi. Skills. He's got skills. He doesn't to care what part of the galaxy you're from. He'll find you. Yeah, and put you to sleep. And with he this will kill ass. you. 
librarian's voice. I will find <laughs> a pa- not even a librarian, a page in a library. Mm. Ouch. That's cold blood. <laughs> poor, poor Liam Nielsen. He, his last good I movie. want him to do a movie called The Page, where he's a page in a library, and he's just chilling, minding his own business, and he has to protect the library from terrorists. That's what I want to see. <laughs> I'd pay to see that, actually. That'd yeah. be pretty funny. <laughs> that would be a funny movie. <laughs> I would pay to see that. I really would. Now, how, how many of you guys here have got your Star Wars tickets already? I no. do. Johnny? No. How I... dare you, sir? They, they were Shame all... on you by not buying those there, tickets. I sat there laughed at Zod and Oscar going on and on about, Oh, they're selling so fast, I want to get mine! Like... Dude, like, this movie's going to be cool, but I'm not going and buying tickets three months before it comes out just because it's Star Wars. I got excited when The Phantom Menace came out, and look at how that turned out for me, man. So, that was a great like, movie. I, Minus <laughs> it, It's the best of the prequels, but I would not call it a great movie. No, no, no. Revenge of the Sith, man. What's wrong with you? No. Revenge of the Sith yes. is an awful movie, dude. Yeah, it's, 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 it's almost three hours of Hayden Christensen's awful acting. That is not what I would call that, it. He movie. is awesome as Anakin. <laughs> oh, man, you're just trolling now. A good friend of mine once said, once said, I, I don't like movies with Puck in it. And, he's talking, <laughs> and he was talking about Hayden Christensen. So... <laughs> When when he saw that when he first saw the episode two trailer, he called me up and he said, "You know what? I hate Puck." <laughs> and I just, now, yeah. What do you guys, how do you guys feel about the rumor that uh, that Disney uh, contacted Hayden Christensen and uh, told him to get ready for more action as Darth Vader? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Just go ahead and like just go ahead and mark Star Wars off again. You know what I mean? Like I. I, I <laughs> Like, he like just totally dropping my fandom for him again. Like that's not unattainable. You know what I mean? Like personally, well, I, I don't think. I, but see, are they gonna? But see, how would they use him? See, the thing oh, is, oh, you I, could I put an anybody. Idea. You could put anybody in the Darth in a Darth I Vader have, suit. You know? I have an idea. No, I have that's, an idea. But Hay is Darth Vader. I mean, come on. All like, right, all right, all right. What's your idea? What's your idea? That'd be great. Now, no, this is uh, this is the way they could do it: uh, cloning Anakin Skywalker in Episode Eight to bring him back to life. It's kind of going that way if you look at the. So would it back. be a clone of Boba Fett or of Anakin Skywalker? Anakin Skywalker. Why would they clone him though? Because they're trying to bring Darth Vader back. I mean, if you look at the trailer of Episode Seven, uh, what is Kylo Ren looking at? The burned mask of Darth Vader, right? They're like they, these are all fanboys of Darth Vader. And what is Star Wars uh, lore? You know, is full of cloning clones, right? Clones it's going there. One, one of the best, one there. of the best Star Wars alter- uh, extended universe stories was about the Emperor being cloned, which was well, Dark what, Empire. Why oh, couldn't they clone um, Darth Vader? Have any, have him come back and have James Earl Jones do his voice? I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, why would we well? James Earl Jones is also like a thousand and five years old. I mean, how, how yeah, old? but he's still got that voice. I'm sure. But by the time well, yeah, he's been playing back, Vader in uh, Rebels. Uh, haven't you? Have you been watching Rebels, there, Johnny? No. James Earl Jones has been voicing Darth Vader in Rebels, and he's been doing an incredible job. I've been reading the Marvel comics, um, yep. Star Wars comics, but that's about like you know, like the biggest like Star Wars thing that I've like 
Rebels is an incredible show. I can't recommend it enough for anybody that it's just really good. And it it actually captures the tone of like the original trilogy very, very well. And like what they're trying to do. Trilogy, like the original version or like the recuts? No, it just feels like it fits in that, in that, you know, timeline. And the characters are really good. So it's, it's. I just say like pictures of the little dude with the slingshot and it looks lame man my bad like i haven't gotten into it yet but i i might you know what i mean like (laughs) well it's it's on its second season now so you know you that little dude with a slingshot i like that he's talking about he's talking about ezra yeah i know i know i know the blue-haired ezra little dude with a slingshot (laughs) you know you know the bart simpson of star wars (laughs) eat my galactic shorts I don't. I don't know the character's name. It's not like I'm researching stuff that I don't watch. I just like I go to the. Store. You really should check it out, though. It's a good series, man. They really did capture the the essence of Star Wars in the series. The, the first season was fantastic, especially the last few episodes that leads into like the cliffhanger for the next season. Really, really well done. I know Zod agrees. Absolutely. I mean, it, it. I mean, and then you got that. You got that amazing, you know, first episode of the second season, which was by far just. Incredible, something you, you never would have expected, but yeah. How many episodes are they going to do in season two? Is it like uh, thirteen episodes again? Or? I think I think so. I think it's going to be the same as like last season. But um, all I know is Darth Vader is featuring more prominent throughout this season, which would make so, sense. So that's that's awesome. But there's only thirteen episodes in the first season, like an yeah, anime. Sure. Yeah, you could literally you could literally binge watch it in a couple of uh, hours. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Okay, I might, great, I might check that out then. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I'll, I'll see. It's just... No, I, I, I don't want to jump into it and be like, oh, like I yes, love, I love... Because, like, I'm not fully convinced that it is because, like, Jackal got on my ass about this last week, but, like, that the trailer, the the main tr- big trailer that came out for episode seven, really. Oh, here we go, blasphemy, hard. blasphemy. Here we go, blasphemy. I, I like I like the teasers much better to tell you the truth, dude. I'm sorry. I thought blasphemy. The te- I thought dude. the TV spots and the blasphemy teasers better. Blasphemy. That's just blasphemy. They look blasphemy. too much like the pre- It looks like the prequels, bro. Nothing like the prequels. And, and like the prequels. Jar Jar, he came out promising, like, oh, there's gonna be puppets and all kinds of cool stuff. Dude, and everything like, you saw in that trailer. Well, not everything. There's a lot of CGI, obviously, but there's a lot of puppets and a lot of stuff that is practical effects. Like the sets are real sets. That's not CGI sets. That's a real sets. That big robot you see walking next to Finn. That's a real big ass giant robot they built. Like there's a lot of real shit in there. Are you kidding me? Like BB-8 rolling around in the sand on Jakku. That's okay, yeah, a practical yeah, the effect. soccer ball robot, the, the one real. Thing that is the greatest like... toy ever made. I'm buying like four of those fuckers for Christmas. Are you kidding me? This house is going to be rolling with little uh, baby eight. Just four? Maybe seven. I don't know. What I is that, um, you could have a rolling all over the house. All over the fucking place. A little BB-8 all over the place. Um, uh, hella quad, man. That thing is so badass. I want one of those for real. You, you want to get a quad one? Hell, I'm going. Hell, I'm going to Big Lots tomorrow. The hell with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> helicopters, remote control helicopters. They got one that's got like a, a million Falcon body on it. You could buy oh yeah, 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 yeah! I saw that. I saw that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna probably end up buying that at, uh, sometime soon. And they have that Toys R Us. That, that was. Oh, I was gonna lots. say that was at Big Lots too. The no, Millennium no, no, they don't have that at Big Lots. It's Toys R Us and Target. I think has it. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's where well, I, I, I want to get those. I want to get like those. It's like a drone. It's like a drone of the. Uh, it's like a drone of the Millennium. It's, it's like the drone of the Millennium Falcon. Is what it is. Oh, cool. Yeah, it flies around. It's pretty damn cool, actually. 
But yeah, the black figures are pretty cool too. The black diamond or whatever it's called, black series. And there they go again. Blackness. The black series. This just looks so Blackness. awesome. The, the detail of the figures look incredible on that. The black series. They they sell those primarily at Target, I believe. Yeah, no, no, they they got them at Walmart and stuff too. Um, I I just thought it was hella funny the controversy that they had over the Slave Leia action figure. It's like they've had Slave Leia action figures since the old Kenner line. It's like why are the parents getting all pissy now? It's more detailed. No, they've always had the same figure of the girl in the gold bikini, man. It's yep, in around her mm-hmm. neck. And it, it goes back to the old yeah. Kenner line, like the the whole thing. And it's like the the black um series. It's like slightly bigger. You know what I mean? Like those are like what they're like um nine inches. Paul. Man, what right, about right. the what about the the Darth Vader figure they got at Toys R Us that's like four that feet tall? <laughs> you put that on the table. Oh, you're talking wow. about like, like lawn jockey size one? Yeah, man, those are those are huge. Crazy. I'm looking at uh, by the way, just randomly, I'm looking here at George Lucas's IMDb page because you know he is God, and um, just for the hell of it, and uh, I'm looking up the movies that he's getting credit for. It's amazing. He's getting credit for the entire Star Wars uh, thing coming out, all all of them. As uh, characters, obviously, uh, and and interestingly enough, interesting enough here, announced Indiana Jones five. Everybody's known about that man, Chris Pratt. No, gonna... but they've been talking about that for, but they've never really officially announced it. Like, even the whole Chris Pratt thing was just rumors. Nothing's been official, but now here it says announced yeah. officially on here. Yeah, Chris Chris Pratt's come a long way since uh, since that movie he did with uh, Topher Grace, Take Me Home Tonight. He's come a long way. Parks and Recreation. <laughs> yeah, Pat. yeah. I, I remember him. I remember Topher and Dan Fogel. I don't remember Chris Pratt. And I'd have to watch that yeah, again. Chris like Pratt that. is the Chris Pratt is the boyfriend of the twin sister. The boyfriend. Oh, that, okay. Yeah, the guy that, that throws the party. Okay. Yeah, that throws the party, and he kind of acts a little bit like Stifler from American Pie. Yeah, if you're gonna throw a party in like a party movie, you gotta act like Stifler from American Pie. So, like, oh, show. Yeah, I mean, like, but, but I mean, but I mean, when I see Chris Pratt in that, and then you see Chris Pratt in all these roles he's getting now, and he's being considered for you know all kinds of great projects. He is considered for everything that Michael B. Jordan isn't getting. You know, those two guys—they're like they're going to be in like everything that Hollywood puts out. Well, when I saw well, the, you hate the, on Michael B. Jordan for man. When I saw I'm the, not Michael yeah, B. Jordan, I'm just saying that like he's up for every role, just like Chris Pratt is. Well, you know what? I, I they showed a great trailer for. A trailer I hadn't seen before for Creed when I went and saw that uh, oh, yeah, really? Paranormal Activity. They showed a new trailer. <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on. You went to see that crap? Really? Yeah, I went I went and seen it in 3D. How do you keep doing this to yourself, man? It was Why? Between that, it, was, it was between that and Gem and the Holograms, and that movie is completely off my radar because it's getting torn apart so horribly. See, well, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. But you, but you know the director, man, or the actor, or whoever the, the actor is, right? Like, yeah. Support it, man. Yeah, but she, but she, I, I don't know, man. I'm like, I'm, I don't know. I'm. I'm really, really worried about it, dude. Like, it bothers me. Seriously. Yeah, but watch it first before you, like, you yeah. know. Play I don't know. I'll probably radar. get it. I'll probably get it when it comes out on video. You know. Yeah, but wait a second. Hold on, hold on. You'd rather buy it and take a risk of not liking it. Well, that well, that's the best way to support it when it comes out on video anyway, more than the theatrical. Because it, it's doing so poorly. I was telling Johnny before the show, it's doing so poorly that there's actually theaters that have pulled it. Because wow. it's doing so bad that they've actually had to give away, give out refunds. Well, I mean, I, I, dude, I think we, you and I had this discussion in private months ago when when you were talking about this, uh, that, you know, having this uh, this person on your show. 
can't remember the name of the actress, but uh, remember I told you that I didn't think there was a huge market for for this well, live there, action. There is. There is. That would that be they, did it know, they did it the wrong way. That's why. That's the reason. Right. I don't know. It would have. Oh, that's the, that's the easy way out. Oh, yeah, they did it the wrong way when it doesn't work. Well, well, no, 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 because look at that. I compare this to Fantastic Four. That's exactly what I compare this to. No, that's a perfect example. At least Fantastic Four, they still turned into superheroes. Like, this is a movie about superheroes, basically, Jackal, that they took all the powers away from them and just made it, like, the suburban white chick version of Straight Outta Compton. That's basically what Jim and the Holograms is. I can watch that, though. I can watch the hell out of that. <laughs> Are you kidding me? A, a PG rated, rated version. NWA or no, WWA, uh, WWA, whatever. <laughs> WWA. Don't White don't. women's with attitude. Yeah. <laughs> that's what everybody I know that's seen it's related it to. They said it's like the awful white chick version of um, Straight Outta Compton. Yeah, well, well, Straight Outta Compton was the shit, so. Yeah, Straight Outta Compton was great, but I mean, like, it, that, that was a movie about, like, an actual group of people. And, like, yeah, they omitted a couple facts from it, but it, it was actually a very good factual film, you know, for the most part. But, I mean, like, this, like, they took something that was, like, a, gr- a band of chicks. Let me, let me, let me read, let me read a, a, quote from, a quote from one of the reviews about the movie. And I read this to Johnny. It's hilarious. You should drag your children to see this movie only if you wish them to if you wish them to come away understanding your contempt not only for their intelligence but for their very personhood <laughs> wow. I, just, I just that's that is so bad that's but, uh, I don't know how to take that that's insulting in many levels of your yeah head. like it's it's i i just it's i don't know bad, huh? like when i like when i read you know I, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm like nervous to go see it because I'm such a huge, huge fan of of the original show. And again, Samantha Newark, the voice of Jem. I, I absolutely, that's, yeah, well, that's your name, I absolutely Samantha. Love that, and I, and I'm just like, you know. So that's what it is. I'm I nervous blanked that, on her name. I blanked on her name. Dude, is, is, is Jim and the Holograms, man? Really? Like that wasn't good back then. That's never been good. Like I, just, oh, I, 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 I can never sit there and be like, yeah, Jim and the Holograms. That was the shit. Like, no, what, dude? No, if you're a little girl, maybe. Like, I've never understood that about you guys. I don't, I'm sorry, I just never got that. <laughs> when a Saturday, I'm sorry. When a, no, how about this? When a Saturday morning cartoon involving a woman literally involving a woman literally projecting a different person on top of herself handles this metaphor better than than you than you do, then you know you've got serious problems. That's another. Yeah, exactly. You got some problems, bro. Because you. I don't know what the hell you just. I don't know what you just did there, but I don't know. That sounds insulting. I don't know what the hell was going on there. <laughs> From what? And, and what? And uh, how about this one? Since when did Gem and the Holograms become about become about Avril Lavigne? <laughs> oh, that's fucked. That's messed up. Or, or, how, or how about this? Uh, the rumor. The rumors are true. Justin Bieber has a cameo in Gem and the Holograms. Okay, let's put it like this. This would be like basically if you took GI Joe and made it about frat boys. That's kind of like what they did with this movie. Right. Isn't that kind of what happened with GI Joe? I mean, did you, didn't you not watch the GI Joe movies? 
The first one, anyway? I, I, I saw the first one. It sucked. I saw the one with The Rock. It sucked, but it was at least fun. It was like Sci-Fi Channel sucky. So like, I, I liked the second there was one. Very little, there was very little fun in either <laughs> one of those two movies. But I mean, I mean it made, it's made well, so little money. G.I. Joe 2 was one of your favorite movies of 2012. I remember when you counted down, you were like, I loved G.I. Joe. Yes, for, I did um, say that. Retaliation. Did. It, was, it made me cry. Thank you, well, I didn't say that. I didn't go that far. With Christopher Eccleston as Destro. Yeah, that was good. That was in the first one. Oh, so you saw what I did right there, right? I just flip flopped. You guys didn't even notice. Oh, you flip flopped. Okay. <laughs> hey, I didn't. You know, I didn't <laughs> the GSW movies, though, they were okay. They were entertaining, at least. But this doesn't even sound entertaining. This has got me feeling like they just. Yeah, but again, I'll say it. Gem and the Holograms was never cool, man. Like I, I could not see why they would even make a movie out of that i got one word for you gem con we talked about this last yeah, week last week me and Daryl laughed at you then too <laughs> movie dude gem con gem con what the hell is gem con uh, uh, convention, it's, it's the convention dude that happens every year dude in Canada, a lot of chicks and so. gay guys go to that thing right that's what uh-huh. ends up going there yeah <laughs> Daryl laughed about that, and Daryl couldn't make the show today because he's watching grown men jump all over each other and rub each oh, other's mouth. Is, is he watching that pan movie? <laughs> no, he's <laughs> yeah, that, that has a bunch of grown men uh, jumping all over each other. Yeah, the pan movie. I, I don't know, dude. I haven't seen it. I'm wondering. Pan and the strippers. <laughs> Peter Pan remake. We're going to go to the magical land of Peter Pan oh, a, with a bunch of strippers. A prequel, it's a prequel where Peter oh. Pan and Dr. Hook have to team up and fight. Black oh, oh, and they cloned Michael Jackson for that movie, right? That's fucked up. No, Michael Jackson's <laughs> ghost had sex with the lady, and like she's, he's, he has an illegitimate baby. And that's, that's Peter Pan. Only, that's about the only thing I know that's going on with Michael Jackson right now. His ghost is, is And that's raping. Peter Pan, right? Maybe. <laughs> oh. okay. I don't see why not. I don't see who else would be. Okay, and they, and that and that's funny because the little kid in Pan reminds me of Jake Lloyd a little bit. <laughs> his, career, his career is over already. Yeah. That's what did he say? With... Did he say Whoopi in the trailer or what? No, he said Yippee, not Whoopi. Yippee. I just I just looked at a still and I'm like, oh, he kind of reminds me of Jake Lloyd a little bit. <laughs> yeah. That poor little bastard, man. His career has been. Say over hello years. to Sci-Fi Channel. <laughs> Why don't you get to? Why couldn't they get J- Jake Lloyd to be in in any of these new films? You know, because Jake Lloyd He's... looked like a um... dude. First of all, after what happened to that poor child uh, after the Phantom Menace. Uh, he is completely left Hollywood. He's not acting anymore. Not only that, he is psychotic because of you know, <clears> the <throat> fans well, reacting to him. He's, he's actually, okay, so basically, he's, he's depressed. He's he's on pills. The poor guy so is not normal. He's pills, and he's and he's one missed dose away from being in the nut house. Okay. Correct. That's that's right. poor Jacob. Like he's about he's a, he's about he's a few months he's a few months away from actually becoming Darth Vader. That's the problem. He, he looks, he looks <laughs> like Emil Hirsch in the movie Killer Joe too. I mean, like Pretty last much. picture, um, he looked exactly like Emil Hirsch. So if they're gonna make a movie about like a red neck that hires Matthew McConaughey to kill his mom, then like Jake Lloyd should totally get that part instead of Hirsch. <laughs> I think they should get Jake Lloyd for a new child play movie, dude. Just saying. Let him- professional consultants behind your home or business computer with key information solutions, providing solutions to your internet and computing needs while keeping you on the cutting edge of technology, preventative maintenance and networking support, hardware and custom built computers. Let Key Information Solutions be your personal tech staff for your home or office with affordable hourly, monthly, or annual rates to fit 
anyone's budget. Call Key Information Solutions now. 954-973-3374. That's 954-973-3374. Or visit keyinformation.com. Up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's supermanhomepage.com, the number one Superman fan site in the world. Supermanhomepage.com, covering the world of Superman from the 1930s to today. News, reviews, rumors, and reports. Supermanhomepage.com, for all your Superman comics, TV shows, movies, cartoons, radio shows, and more. Everything you ever wanted to know about the Man of Steel and more supermanhomepage.com here's a riddle for you what do the california gold rush of the 1850s secret societies coded messages mysterious 19th century flying machines and an early 20th century outside artist named charles a a delshaw all have in common the secrets of delshaw by dennis crenshaw and pete navarro go to www secretsofdelshaw.com to learn more. Imagine no longer being tied down to your computer, but having the freedom to take live talk radio with you anywhere you go. TalkStream Live introduces our first ever iPhone application. The talk shows you follow now follow you. And your iPhone is now the fastest and easiest way to stay connected to the best talk radio on the Internet. Listen to live talk shows 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Mobile talk radio from TalkStream Live. Now available in the iTunes App Store. The George Rodriguez Show. Who? I said the George Rodriguez Show. You don't know George Rodriguez? Wasn't he the guy that filled in for Neil Rogers? Yes. That George Rodriguez. What's he like? Oh, he's a short little Cuban fellow. Kind of funny looking. Well, when's he on? 12 to 3, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on SoFloRadio.com and SoFloRadio.net. The George Rodriguez Show is much more than adequate. And we are back on tonight's edition of the Roundtable. Tonight's Gem and the Holograms edition of the Roundtable. <laughs> the Bash Gem and the Holograms edition. I, I, have, I have to say, you know, I, reading some of the some of these really horrible negative reviews about the movie has really bothered me because, as everybody knows, I'm a huge, huge fan of the original show, and and you know, I don't get I, it. I just don't get it. But when I look at the when I what I've read recently was. Apparently, the director, John Chu, is receiving death threats because of the, uh, well, apparent hor- horrible, uh, horrible movie that is on track to make $1.2 million this opening weekend. Damn, that's as Jurassic it, World numbers, people. As it was released in 2,413 theaters. It's actually it, making more than I thought it would make. This would mark the worst opening ever for a major studio release playing in at least 2,000 theaters. 
And he's apparently been receiving death threats because the movie was so horrible. Um, it opened at number 15, by the way. Wow, it opened wow. at a number of any sort. <laughs> That's incredible. Well, here's the thing, guys. The movie only cost $5 million bucks to make. Well, it's not even going to make that back. Supposedly, I mean, it's it's no, well. it, it's it's seemed to make it only made cost five million dollars to make. How is that even possible in this day and age? That's weird. It must really be low budget too, then, huh? Yep. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They didn't want to pay anybody. Like I told you, they got uh, they didn't have the rival band, like the most important nemesis. Uh, group for the holograms which is the misfits they didn't have them in the movie until apparently the the uh ending credit sequence and then they had kesha play pizzazz the the leader of the misfits for that scene so they didn't didn't even have like the big robot computer thing right they had like a little droid it was like a little droid apparently oh i see i see the problem guys here's here's the problem they got the guy who directed step up two and a Justin Bieber movie to direct Gem and the Hologram. Right, exactly. Mistake they, they number one. Step up to the street. you got to say the yes. title. Right. The street. Step up to the street, yes. And step up 3D. Oh, wow. wow. But he didn't do, like, the um, step up revolution? Because that one... That no, one no, 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 no. <laughs> that's hardcore. That's yeah, hardcore. He also did the movie Believe. Never heard of it. Like, that's, that's all. That's, and that's, that's, another Justin. That's, a, that's, a, that's another Justin Bieber movie, yeah. Yeah, he has more than He's one. done two. He has Never Say Never and Believe. Believe Never was Say Never was a James Bond movie. No, Never Say Never. Well, he did <laughs> Justin Bieber. He did the other two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Justin, <laughs> Justin Bieber. Um, yeah, it... it uh, That's where they messed up. They got that guy to direct the That's what I say. I, I keep... Victoria and I were having this discussion that they... Gem and the Holograms should have been an 80s period piece, and they should have done it in the style of the cartoon. It would have appealed to the fan base. Those are the people that were going to go see the movie. Those are the people. Mm-hmm. That was how it was going to make its money. What they tried to do was they tried see, to... What they needed to do is they need to, they need to get Christopher Nolan to direct Gem and the Holograms. Realism! And he would have injected realism into this thing. But he's That's too busy being to Tim Burton nowadays, man. He's making shitty puppet movies. Hey, dude, you guys saw that, right? You saw that. The the next directorial uh, outlet or masterpiece by uh, by Mr. Nolan is going to be a puppet movie. Yeah, it looks just like the Tim Burton puppet. It looks like a Nightmare Before before Christmas, whatever the hell it was. Puppet Master? Is no, it's called like no, the no, no, no. Quay or something like that. I right. forget what it's called. The Quay Brothers. Oh, or... now, I don't know. I don't know if it's a full length movie or it's going to be like a short animation type of thing. That I, apparently I don't know it's yet. coming out in 2017. Whatever. But me, but me and Jekyll, yeah. we were wigging out about like what what's the correlation between directing Batman movies and then going into puppetry after becoming a weirdo. Right. <laughs> yes, like the Tim Burton effect is happening to uh, Mr. Nolan here. He's gonna make a bunch of movies for thirteen-year-old fat goth girls that shop at Hot Topic and like. Next thing you know, uh, Christian Bale's gonna become his uh, Johnny Depp. He's gonna have I don't all know kind of is, right? <laughs> or Joe Gordon Levitt, I see probably more becoming his Johnny Depp. That's possible too. Yeah. Speaking of which, have either one of you guys seen The Wire yet? Or is it The Walk? I'm sorry, The Walk. Oh, oh you're Rob. Rob. Robert Zemeckis' latest film. Yeah, yeah, with uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt no, I, Robin. I have to confess, I have not seen that yet. I, would, I definitely would like to, though, soon. Looks very interesting. You know, there's a funny correlation since you know, Robert Zemeckis directed the thing uh, with that and Back to the Future. 
Oh, uh, yeah, I saw the... Saw that. You, did you see the video, the 9-11 video? Yes, I, with the Twin Pines Mall. And, yeah. yeah. Joker and Lovett would be a really good, like, McFly um, relative, too, if they, they do that type of thing. He would, actually, yeah. He's actually dressed in that movie as uh, one of the one of the scenes, uh, of, as Marty McFly is dressed in Back to the Future, one of the scenes. And part two, they show, they tried to yeah. do... In that video, they tried to do a direct co- correlation between... Back to the Future 2 and that. Mm-hmm. And talk and tie it all together, yeah? In a neat little bowl. Very creepy. Very creepy. I want to see that movie, though. It looks good. Supposedly the scenes where he's on the wire walking between it, it's like the most realistic thing you're ever going to see. It's freaky and scary. And... Oh, yeah, imagine, yeah. Um, imagine that, it made people more uneasy than like actually even watching like Green Inferno, which like people actually got like really sick watching. Like the, yep. the, this movie had the same effect, but for different reasons. That, yep, that's actually yep. kind of cool to hear about something like that in a movie now, like this. Imagine watching that on IMAX 3D. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Somebody's losing their cookies. Oh, it's, yeah. it, it probably won't be as oppressive as... Uh, Paranormal Activity Part Seven because everybody knows that found footage of three D going to Well, the funny part about that movie is, did you see that on three D? Was yeah, that on? Yeah, we saw it in three D. Why would you do that? Here's the thing about it. Here's the funny part about it. You watch the movie and it, and you can watch it completely normal without three D glasses. You don't need them at all until something funny starts happening. When the when the you know cast says something like. Oh my God! Do you see that? Do you see what's happening? Do you see what's freaking happening? Then you put your glasses on and you see weird fucking shapes, weird fucking shit. Like the movie was only looks like it was only made for like five bucks. They shot it well, in someone's that, that's backyard. That's paranormal activity. But like you never, you didn't see marked ones like me and Jackal did. Like, oh, is that oh the one with the, the the Mexican dudes? Yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, ones yeah. I saw that one. I saw the paranormal activity, the Vatos Locals edition. Yeah, I where saw. they don't even have to use a Ouija board. The guy gets possessed playing with the Simon for fuck's sake. I mean, yeah, but that's that's not that's not really like a direct. Yeah, it's like it's like a spinoff to Paranormal. It's not even like a direct uh, sequel. Yeah, that one was, but that one was had more of a looked like it had more of a budget than the one that I just saw. And well, I'll tell you this much: uh, I wonder what the budget was for uh, this uh, the, the Ghost Dimension or whatever. But I didn't even know what it was called. I just knew it was a paranormal activity. It's, it's the last. That's one what it's called. Yeah, that's what it's called. Every, the Ghost and, Dimension. It's not the last one. No, as long as they keep making more money, they'll keep making. Here's it. the thing. Here's the thing, guys. Here's the thing. <clears throat> here's the thing. Ten million dollar budget. Worldwide gross twenty six million dollars already turned a profit. Jesus, and yeah, not to mention like week. half the theaters refuse to play it because like um as soon as it finishes its theatrical run, the day after it goes on on demand, which pissed so many theaters off that they refuse to show it. So um I get yeah, even made money, money back with that kind of stuff yeah. going on. No, the, the movie will end up probably with like twenty five thirty million domestically, maybe sixty million worldwide, turning a huge profit. Well, I mean, the thing is, is we don't just have this. We got like all the different ripoffs and spinoffs. We got um, oh, deadly, yeah, there's paranormal there's everything. Paranormal yeah. encounters, paranormal productivity. We need, to, we need to make a uh, we need to make a paranormal PSN movie. Seriously, might That'd as well. Great. And it'll be. Now, all, my question is, sit in a theater, question, just a dark screen. You don't see my, anything. My question is here: uh, When is something paranormal actually going to happen in one of these movies? I only seen the first one and the marked ones. And the first one, it was just people rolling around in their sleep. And, and, and right. Fast. I mean, it was like two hours of that. And then marked ones, I, when the dude got possessed by playing with the Simon, I just, like, facepalmed through the rest of the film mostly. Yeah. So, I mean. Yeah. 
Like, not even a Ouija board assignment. Come on, man. Like, uh, they should actually make a Paranormal Activity as, a, like, a regular movie, like a regular horror movie and not found footage. Yeah, have some, like, 13 like, ghosts, like, spooky yeah. like, things showing up and stuff. Like, make it a real movie, and, and maybe that'll be interesting to me. But I have no interest in ever seeing that. I went on a really bad date years ago to see one of the Paranormal Activity. I think it was, like, the third one. It was a terrible date. I think that's why I, why I hate that series so much. Because <laughs> it because it ruined your date. No, no, well, the date was I, the, I the date was horrible. For me. I said, I said, when we were at the theater, we were trying to figure out what to watch, and there wasn't really a whole lot of stuff to choose from, and so it came down to that or Gem and the Holograms, and I really didn't care. Oh, which one said. I, I, there's there has to be other things to watch. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I don't know, man. Especially at the time. Out. Especially at you the can, time. You, look, look, hold on, hold on. You can watch The Martian, which actually was a really good movie. The Martian. I already seen The Martian. I already seen this. Goosebumps. Uh-huh. <laughs> Jack Black's in it. Fuck that movie. Hey, that's worth watching. No, uh, it's got Jack Black in it. Like, yeah, but it's better than, than it's of... better than Paranormal Activity. Uh, okay. I'll rest my case. Yeah. Uh, you can watch Hotel Transylvania Two. Uh, what is that? Is that another found footage movie? It's a, that's no, an no. animated Adam movie. That's an animated movie with Adam Sandler. Huh? Oh. You can watch Steve Jobs, which is in theaters. Crimson Peak. Mm-hmm. The Intern. I mean, none of these movies are good, but they're better than Paranormal Activity. Uh, Crimson Peak's a good movie. Yeah, and Green Inferno, that. man, that would have got you laid, man. Like, honestly, if you were really... The Inferno, Green really? Inferno. Really? I'm, well. no, I, I, I'm joking, dude. Like, well, this is called The Inferno. Green, <laughs> Green Inferno. Inferno. Uh, so no, is that something you smoke, Green Inferno? No, well, I mean, there's actually <laughs> this really funny scene in it where, like, like this one girl kills herself and, like, they stuff this bag of weed down her throat and they get all the cannibals um, stoned and then, like, they just eat this guy without cooking him and it's really funny. He's, like, running and he's like, oh, no, the cannibals got munchies. It's, like, one of the funniest things I've ever seen in a cannibal movie, man. Like, everyone's going on and on about, like, how serious and how messed up that movie was, but, like, I had a good time watching it. I thought it was actually a really funny movie. Okay, here's my next question. How many cannibal movies have you seen, Johnny? Um, see, kind of cannibal Holocaust, so. Cannibal Ferox, Cannibal Apocalypse. Um, pretty much all the big 70s ones I've seen, and then this one. All right, I'm going to put it down right now in history, guys. Johnny, will, one, one day in his life, he will eat somebody. Might, saying right now. Yeah, I, I might try happen. me some long pig. That's going to happen. I'm just saying it right now. One day he's gonna, he is gonna scarf down somebody. One day he's gonna lose it when he's like fifty. He's like, ah, screw what, screw life, screw this life. Neighbor's gonna be gone, just missing. <laughs> well, that's what happened to Scorpio Moon. What he ate his neighbors? Are you kidding? No, me? You know, no, he, he got ate one. by a zombie. He got <laughs> eaten by a zombie. <laughs> like, what did happen to that guy? It, if he took, if he ate his neighbors, he took him to the Panera um, Bakery, man, and cooked him up and like had a nice snack, you know, like living it up. That's what happened? I, I talked to him. He, he left the chats because he didn't want to string us on. He like he did, he said that like he's probably not going to come back to this show because of work related because he doesn't have time to do it because he's at work when we're doing the show. So like he just basically that's what he told me. It was, it's nothing personal. He wasn't like being a dick. He just decided. Yeah, to, but he also left the California. Um... California guy chat for no reason. Yeah, I, I don't know that one. Like, but yeah. like that—that's that, the reason he gave me, and I—he I, like, talked to me about it. So like, I, well, I figured he was never going to come back on. He never came back. Oh, on, yeah. So. yeah, it's kind of like uh, pretty obvious. Uh, like you know, you know Cross- we, have, we have another <laughs> cast member like that. Yeah, and and what was Crossfire? Oscar? Like, 
Oscar? I, I can't get my microphone to not sound like I'm in the bathroom. So, like, yeah, guys, go on without me constantly. Like, And I like that kid, too. He was a good part of the show, so whatever. Yeah. Not not as not as informative and as talkative as your nephew, but I mean, like he was he was a valuable part of the show. Oh, my nephew, man, he's been chatting up a storm tonight. I'm yeah, he yeah, only fits right in. It's awesome. I haven't, yeah, I haven't yeah. been able to get a word in, and like we haven't got to talk about Jen and the holograms or anything because he's just been no, no, he's just been up. chatting up a storm. This kid just can't keep him quiet. <laughs> it's worse than Alex two point oh. Yeah, at least he doesn't stutter. <laughs> Oh my God! Wait, 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 welcome to the show. Or steal sunglasses off of dead people. That's that's uh, that poor. Yeah, guy. that was the that was the uh, linchpin. Yeah, linchpin for me. I was like, wow. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, like we got some goofy news going on um in Hollywood. Like, like I was trying to get to uh, before, but like we couldn't get off of Showgirls that um Steven Spielberg's Amazing Stories might be coming back to the um, small screen, which is a show I really loved, and like um, a guy that I kind of appreciate. Uh, the show that's vapor. That's just like that's just like they, how they keep talking about they're going to bring uh, Twilight Zone and Outer Limits back. I don't think it's they gonna bring Twilight up. Zone back all the time, and it sucks, dude. Like they they just had the Twilight Zone like what a couple years ago, and it was awful. So uh, when was it? Wasn't it was. Uh, it was oh, it was the early two thousands, wasn't it? Wasn't it forced? Whitaker? That wasn't awful. That was actually pretty good. Yeah, I like the Twilight Zone. That was pretty I, good. I, I like the Twilight Zone with um from the fifties, but that's yeah, from with Rod Serling. That's great. Yeah, but like all the other later incarnations, I just have not been able to get. Although I don't know, I do like the eighties incarnation of the Twilight Zone. They had some pretty good ones. You know, nuclear, you know, about nuclear war and all but kinds the, of crazy. But the showrunner for Hannibal, he's like, he's trying to um, streamline this thing. And I, he, he's a pretty good showrunner. I mean, like, I'm not even a fan of them, um, Silence of the Lambs movies, but I liked his Hannibal. So like, if he gets this going, I got, I got some faith in what he could pull off. And and the world needs a, a good anthology like sci fi horror show. You know what I mean? Like I, I guess better than American it. Horror Story. <laughs> well, American Horror Story is anthology, but like you got to wait for the next season to get the next story, and then you you end up with silly seasons like how um Freak Show was, which I enjoyed, but people didn't like it because it was more silly than the other ones. Actually, I didn't like the the third season, the one about the witches. I thought that one was kind of boring. But like American Horror Story is awesome, but I don't really consider it anthology because like basically you get it takes like, a whole season, season. Yeah, to do one story. Yeah, I'm talking about like yeah, every episode you get like a new uh, a new story directed by some other person. You know, that's the cool thing about it. Have, in the stuff. 80s and 90s, they used to have tons of shows like that. I mean, Tales from the Crypt was like that. Tales from the Dark Side. Yep, all those shows. Red we don't have those too. Now, yeah, I like Tales from the Dark Side. That was a good show. Yeah, that was great. Man and, lives in the, the Tales from- world he believes to be reality. Remember the Tales from the Dark Side movie? Yeah, yeah. man, of course. That's, yeah, that's a um, George A. Romero directed that, dude. Yeah, it's good. I used to have the poster in my room for like ten years when I was a kid. Love that movie. I liked Creep Show a little better, but yeah, the Tales from the Dark Side movie was awesome. That came out in nineteen ninety. Crazy. Yeah, man, watch it. Look yeah. at how young Christian Slater and Steve Buscemi were in like that one oh, segment. Yeah. Of- that was like Steve Buscemi, I've never seen him look that young. Usually, he looks like you know, like a weird like forty year old alien. But like in that, he actually kind of looked young. Because hmm. he was young. At, he was young at some point. He still looked like some weird alien with them big old eyeballs and teeth and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I think Steve Buscemi is the answer to our we alone in the universe. Yeah. 
I agree with that. Yeah. Actual flesh and blood extraterrestrial. Thank you, Giorgio Tukulus. Tales from the Dark Side. Actually, now that I think about it, I want to order that poster again. That was a cool-ass poster. You know the one I'm talking about, right, with a goblin reading the book? Yeah. That's a good poster. That's pre-show, not Tales from the Dark Side poster, dude. No, that's that's Tales from the Dark Side. Oh, that's Tales from the Dark Side. That's the movie, dude. He's like the, yeah, from the movie, the big, you know, the big demon. You remember the demon you had to, he had, he had, uh, he was with the girl, and he he had to not tell nobody. And mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, God knows. Work out for him. Okay, but, yeah, but um, exactly. Creepshow had the the skeleton guy with the book too, so that kind oh, of this was this was like a demon or a goblin. That yeah, it was a it was a goblin disguised as a woman. Right, that's what it was. Yeah, that, that's sexy. And the woman was and hot. the woman was hot too, and she and and it was great. The guy had his guy had had a great life going and everything, man. And he ruined it. Oh wow! <laughs> ah, it's still depressing thinking about it, man. But I, I love the movie though, nonetheless. Maybe this will cheer you up, man. Super Troopers Two is finally a go, man. That's getting shot this winter, so like, and I've been, I, I love the Broken Lizard. I'm not a big fan of like a lot of modern comedies, but those idiots, man, they always cracked me up, and I love the first Super yeah. Troopers. When that, when that, that happens, and then of course the, you know, the Police Academy revival that we're apparently. Oh, it's a point two. That's <laughs> never happening at all, man. It's a shame. Goddamn shame. Like they should, they should have like Mahoney be the bad guy in it. Like have no, man. Go- Mahoney is. This is so perfect. Mahoney is new commandant. Commandant Mahoney, like Commandant Lazard. Commandant Mahoney, and the academy now is Mahoney's, and he runs it. And Lieutenant Harris is a commandant of a rival station or something. You can, you can still have Harris. I mean, you know, you got to have Harris, Captain Harris, in there somewhere. So. Commandant Harris, and and honestly, yeah, dude, like um, Gutenberg needs the work. I mean, like the guy's really hurt. Hey, 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 he just did a movie for Sci-Fi, which was the the uh, Spider version of Sharknado. Is that is that the one? Is that the one with uh, Danny Trejo? Yes, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> it's hard to tell. Danny Trejo's been in a bunch. I know he was in a. He's been in a bunch of zombie movies too. He's been in. Danny Trejo is in anything they they give him a check for. It doesn't matter what it is. There's a check involved. He'll be in that movie. As some some of his weird straight to video stuff's really good though. I like the badass movies with him. And dude, um, dude, he needs to go to that. He wants to go to that uh, Philly steak place in the mall. That's what he. That's what he, that's what he spends <laughs> all the checks on. <laughs> I'd like to see Danny Trejo on like in a, in a Kevin Smith comedy. That's what I want to see him in. Oh, that'd be great. Right? He'll be in the sequel to Tusk. Maybe in the, no. That's yeah. That's not a comedy. That's like a tragic horror. <laughs> with a little comedy. Tusk was pretty funny, except for the last scene, man. That movie is pretty hilarious. Like, the last know, scene was sad, but... Yeah, that whole movie's sad. Like, like, the Walrus Man on Walrus Man fight, that that had me rolling, man. I was laughing my ass off at that. I wasn't really laughing at that. I was kind of depressed. You, you need to rewatch it, then, man, in, in the right, like, mindset. That movie's actually really funny. Hi. You gotta watch it high. I don't think he watches it any other way. I think Jackal's like me, you know, like we're going to watch something. Okay, load up the pipe. And then... <laughs> Fantastic Four. Exactly, and, we load up the pipe. And I watched Fantastic <laughs> Four, and I actually, like, honestly, to tell you the truth, the first half hour of that movie was pretty good. If it wasn't called the Fantastic Four, it would have been an all right movie if they just kept the momentum for the first half hour going. But after they got teleported and came back, that movie just fell apart, man. I... Yeah, we talked about that before, and we can blame the studios for that. Ain't that uh, right, nephew? That's right. 
I blame yeah, Josh just... Trank. I, bl- I blame the Tranquilizer. I, I, don't, I really can't blame it on him. I mean, the studio really messed with him incredibly during that production, dude. I really can't blame well, him. Well, no, he, was, he, he, he asked for it. Like, he was torturing that chick that was in the movie, the chick that played Sue Storm. He, like, made her cry, like, on a daily basis on set yeah. stuff. Like, he actually well, you saw how bad she was uh, acting? She deserved it. Cry. I don't know. People, people like Kate the Monkey Mara. Her little chimp. Poco looking ass gets all kinds of parts. She was just in the Martin with Matt Damon, and like people are saying, oh, she was good. In, yeah, she was good in that. Yeah, she was really good in that. And she was good in the show House of Cards. I loved when Kevin Spacey threw her ass in front of the train. So I mean, like that's she's been in some oh. good stuff. You know what I mean? And like I think that like yeah, he was just fucking with her, and like she wasn't like with it. You know what I mean? And like I can't blame her. I don't like Josh Trank. I thought that Crinkle was an awful movie. So. I don't even understand how he got Fantastic Four, and like I'm kind of actually happy that he ain't working ever again. So, yeah, it's a pretty good chance he's never going to do another movie for any major studio. That's a good yeah, he, he's say hi to the Sci-Fi Channel, <laughs> Sci-Fi Channel. No, I don't even think the Sci-Fi Channel will take a risk on him. Uh, he'll, he'll, he'll make like independent movies, movies that he can develop himself. Uh, you know, five ten million dollar you know movies, stuff that he could just do on a, on a small small budget. But he'll never make a studio film or. Anything superhero related or big budget related again? In fact, I mean, uh, he did get dropped from Star Wars. Uh, he, of course, he says he left, but let's be real. Well, no. From what I, from what I, yeah, you don't, you don't say no to Star Wars. You don't just right. walk off of Star right. Wars. You either let's be real. let's be realistic. Or <laughs> I, I, they're, they're, they're like, look, we're gonna fire your ass, so just leave. And he's like, okay. Huh, I've okay. read, I read that they saw a, a, a print of Fantastic Four and. Let him go directly after. So like I'm, but it, they, they made it seem applicable. Him. You know, like okay, we decided that he wasn't the right fit, and like he went ahead right. and left. Is what they said. But like they basically went and like, dude, you're not directing a Star Wars with that shit on <laughs> with your name on it, bro. Uh, which is funny because they let the they're letting the Godzilla guy direct a Star Wars movie, so they don't have yeah, that don't high that standards. Either. Yeah, I don't get that either. But the, at least the Godzilla guy's movie sounds awesome. Like, Rogue One sounds pip sauce, you know what I mean? I'm actually more well, excited for that than I am for Episode Seven. As bad as Godzilla was, uh, it was better than Fantastic Four. Yeah. It was just give him that. boring. It, it, that it was, yes. That it was. But it, remember, Star Wars is ma- studio mandated to be a certain way. I don't way. know. I didn't, fall asleep during, I didn't fall asleep during Fantastic Four like I did during Godzilla. And I, so well, I mean, because, yeah, because you were amazed by how horrible it was. No, <laughs> I guess, I guess you were yeah. amazed. You're, you're just sitting there amazed at how horrible this movie was. Like, I mean, I was so bored during Fantastic Four, but not bored enough to sleep like I was in Godzilla. You were Godzilla in tears, but not. <laughs> yeah, you were in tears, but you weren't sleeping. Yeah, Godzilla just bored you to. T- to Godzilla was like a was like just something to knock you out, like an anesthetic, dude. Like, for real. It was. And it all happened right after Brian Cranston died. No, I I couldn't even make it, like, the second time I tried to watch it, I couldn't even stay awake until he died, you know? I was just, like, still... I mean, he dies, like, five minutes in the movie. It really is. I mean, Godzilla is, like, the perfect... I mean, mean, you want to sleep, put that on, 20 minutes in, boom. A Cranston friend like you, and, like, even he was awful in that movie. What? to my wife. I mean, the way he delivers that line is so over the top. It's just so Shatner. Yeah, but that's that's so Brian Cranston-y, though. Like he does that and everything. Got to remember, Brian Cranston was actually a really a really prominent anime voice actor back in the day too. So he's yeah, back, it up, hamming up for the Power Rangers too. 
Yeah, I mean, he, you know, so I wasn't surprised that he was hamming it up for that crappy Godzilla movie. It's, it's sad that he's the only person that hammed anything up for that Star Wars movie because everything else tried to be so serious. That Godzilla like, movie, don't, not Star Wars movie, man, no. I'd love, to, I'd love to see Brian Cranston in a Star Wars movie. I would, too. He's going to be in one, dude, honestly. Nope. Not, Not yet. I mean, he ain't cast for this first one, but like, neither is Lando Calrissian. So, I mean, like, there's definitely going to be more people joining the cast, homie. Oh yeah, I bet you they, for they, sure see Lando in the they'll, next. They'll, one. they'll hire Cranston and they'll bring Star Wars back to the white man. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, they're definitely they're, they're going to have Lando Calrissian in the next episode because we're going to find out in this one that Finn is probably. Finn Calrissian. The son of Flando. <laughs> There's only one black guy in space. So he's got yeah. his- and, his, and the only other black guys are his seeds. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's going to be called. Star Wars, one black guy in space. That's what the movie's actually going to be called. And his seeds, baby. Yeah. You know how uh, he, you know, when he uh, conceived young Finn, you know how, how it all happened, right? He knocked out Princess Leia. No, 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 no. He was drinking a little Colt 45. Oh, everybody knows that. Yeah, 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 in space, and they were driving the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, it was, it was. It, it went was to a cantina Col- bar. Col- called Col- uh, Colt 4400, that's what it was called. <laughs> it wasn't Colt 45. <laughs> he went to the cantina bar and picked up a nice honey. And then they went back to the Falcon and got busy. <laughs> that actually sounds awesome. It sounds like they should make that movie. I think they already have, but I think it's yeah. executed. Yeah, there you go. The, the making of Finn, a Star Wars story. <laughs> <laughs> but like Zod, I got myself an upcoming like um, movie that's based off of something that I completely love. That's just going to be a hunk of shit that I'm not going to be able to go see in theaters, just like his um, Jim and the Holograms. And like, there's even a little news about this that yeah, Batman uh, versus Superman. Okay, no, not all Batman versus Superman. I don't even like those characters. <laughs> I'm talking about Ghost in the Shell, the the live action movie, and they got the the um, screenwriter for Straight Outta Compton coming to work on this, and they're acting like this is some kind of new. Like this is supposed to get me excited. It's like it's got me excited. Like, it's not like he's going to make the major live in Compton or something. Like I don't, I don't understand that'd how be this is like awesome. The major was like from Compton. Yeah, dude, that'd be great. Played That's by right. Dr. Dre. Compton. Hell yeah! I have Dr. Dre play him. Dr. Dre's doing the soundtrack for Doctor Doctor Dr. Dre should Doctor Dre should be um, <laughs> a bateau. He'd be awesome you know, with the robot eyes and shit. That'd be cool. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like Eminem's gonna be the villain, man. Oh no, of course. Don't put, his, don't put his horrible acting ass in that. I seen eight Green Mile or Eight Mile, whatever the hell that thing was called. He's awful. He wasn't that bad in Eight Mile. No, he's a, he's a worse he's a worse actor than he is a rapper. Man. Eight Mile was great. Take that back now, please. Yeah, take a, take it. It was the worst version of Rocky See, I've ever seen. Look what you just did. You you awoken the uh, the nephew. <laughs> I awoken the sleeping giant who obviously <laughs> thinks that. Eight Mile is the best version of Rocky ever, but like I actually, if I'm gonna watch Rocky, I'll just watch Rocky, man. Forty five years, forty five years, right? Forty five, forty fifth anniversary, fortieth anniversary, something. <laughs> what are you going on? About? Rocky, forty, 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 forty five, forty, forty, forty five. <laughs> yeah, Rocky. Yeah, sometimes you gotta fight Apollo, and sometimes you don't. Adrian, forty, forty five, forty five. That's right, Apollo. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's just got a re-release, 40th Anniversary Edition Blu-ray. Of Rocky? Heavyweight, yeah. 40th Anniversary <laughs> Heavyweight. They come, that's another one. They come out with a different edition every couple of years. I have, yeah. like, four different... Like, I don't need any more editions of Rocky. Like, I have Rocky. Thinking. Yeah, Rocky 7 oh, is but, coming out. Oh, Rocky. but you're going to like this one. This one comes with the world title, Jackal. <laughs> God damn it, I got to buy that one, too. Heavyweight. He's doing a new Rambo, so I bet they're going to put out like a definitive Rambo box set, knowing that there's oh, a new one yeah. that's going to be coming around out the next I, year. I, I will say this. I am very excited for Creed. I mean, that looks really oh, good. That does look really good. Oh, that looks like, And I'm a little bit fearful. I'm a little bit afraid fearful. that they might kill off Rocky in this movie. No. I don't think so, because they want to they use him again. No, I think that no, no. I think they're really going to go that route. If you watch the trailer uh, in one of the scenes, it almost looks like they're you know mourning the death of Rocky Balboa. And you think like um, if he dies in this, it would be okay, kind of, because they've kind of told his story. I mean, the last Rocky movie really kind of put his what's the last Rocky movie put a bow bow on his story at Rocky Balboa. So, so I don't know. And Peter Capaldi does look like the bird guy from the Muppets. That's that's a pretty epic <laughs> post. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Peter Capaldi, uh, you guys heard the news. I'm sure Zada's already read this. Uh, Peter Capaldi has uh, officially come out saying that he's going to do one more series of Doctor Who. Yes. And then maybe that's about it. Yeah. That, I mean, that makes sense. Now, yeah, what does? Because it kind of follows uh, the the other, two, you know, last two guys. They all did three series, and that, that was it. Yeah, it seems like that's the that's, that's the norm. Yeah. They kind of got to be really. I, I mean, I don't think you're ever going to get somebody in this day and age to be like Tom Baker and do it for like seven years. I don't think you're going to get that. Now, I think, I think he could have gone that with Tennant, but I think Tennant was really pushed out. I don't think he left, uh, you know, on his own merit. Like you know, they made it seem. Yeah, I really don't think he wanted to go. I agree. I don't think he, look, he's been That's why he's going to come back afterwards. and do the yeah. big finish audios because he loves the character and wants to continue. Yeah. I think that's one of the, honestly I do believe that was one of the mandated things that uh, Moffat had when he came in. He wanted to have his own doctor right off the bat and stuff and Yeah. Well, isn't isn't everybody always saying that like in the next episode of Doctor Who, like Doctor Who's going to devolve back into David Tennant? Like that's basically like well, that, been the well, they're saying rumored, that's yeah, a possibility. Rumored. And actually, uh, spoilers for anybody that hasn't that hasn't been watching the current season of Doctor Who, David Tennant has okay. already appeared. So you're. Has he really? I, I think yes. So I think the idea of David Tennant de-evolving to, uh, well, Peter Capaldi de-evolving at the end of the season to David Tennant is a real possibility. Or well, next season, because he's going to be back in one more series. So. Yeah, so we're going to see we're going to see something. Uh, but, I mean, Tennant's got a new job, though, man. He's got a couple years to write out on the Jessica Jones show, which, you know, like... Yeah, but that's a, like a, that's what, like, eight episodes? That, well, that's just like, that 13 episodes, that's just like... Yeah. Uh, it's just like what they're doing with Doctor Who. Doctor Who's only they 13. shoot that shit like in yeah they shoot that shit like in two months and then they like do the yeah but he's gonna be a Marvel villain. He ain't got no time to mess around with some crappy oh, Doctor Who on. after this. Look, if he could do two versions of that crap broad church you know show that he did, an American and, and, they're, doing a, and they're doing a third season of that in the UK. You know, and they could still do all that. I mean, look, these series they're very short. They shoot for like two and a half months. That's it. They shoot the entire thing quick. Then they just go in and start editing everything. Edit, 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 edit. And they're not even around for most of the the post production of any. So they're on to the next project. And then the following year they do it all over again. That's kind of how these things work now. 
Yeah, but I mean, he's going to have like his awesome tie-in to Agents of Shit, and like he's going to probably show up on Agent Carter at some point. You know what I mean? Like he's going to be right. able to write out the Which whole Marvel. Which takes maybe play. A, it takes maybe a week to shoot if it's not a big part. You know, come on, let's be real. Yeah, but I mean, he's going to be like making real money, not like that BBC money over here. He's going to be like a Marvel villain. You know? Yeah, what I mean? but he is a Doctor Who fanatic. You got to remember that. Yeah, so if he does actually come back and actually play the Doctor for a while, I, my guess is if that actually happens, it will only last for a couple episodes. I don't see them having him come back for like well, I a thought that the thing, what, so. The reason why people are so keen on the whole devolving um, idea is like, he can only like um, evolve 12 times, right? And he's already done it 11. Yeah, no, but they changed that already after the uh, 50th anniversary. He was granted more lives. Ah, he got it. Yeah, but I think this is I think how he's going to devolve it's going to be like an it's going to be the first time it's ever happened. It's kind of going to be like a you put in like a Konami an, cheat code. I like guess. an accident. <laughs> yeah, like an accident kind of a thing. Like it's not going to It would be cool if he devolves every time to like a different past actor. That's what I'm hoping happens. <laughs> I hope it starts a trend because then you never know who's going to pop up. Yeah. And, and of course, you know, for the ones that are dead, they could just get lookalikes to play the doctor. Oh yeah. And they definitely, I, I want them to get, do, uh, isn't it uh, William Bradley who played uh, Dave, what was his name? Bill Bradley, Ooh. William Bradley, the guy that played him, played the first Doctor in that Adventures of Space and Time. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, I, I, yeah have him devolve into the first Doctor before the be guy great. dies. <laughs> he know? was awesome in that movie. Hell yeah. Like I totally want to watch that. Is I that, totally that, that, that Doctor Who movie thing? Like, it's Doctor, yeah, it's a movie about the, how Doctor Who was created. Yeah, mm. great movie too. The guy who played the Doctor in that, I mean, the guy who played the, the part was spot on, dude. I mean, there's no differences between the two actors. It's amazing how close he was. Yeah, it was. Uh, God, they gave uh, what's his name all this credit. They even yeah, they gave William Hartnell credit. It wasn't William Hartnell. Well, he was the first doctor. Yeah, but they uh, but they actually give him credit in uh, for actually being in it, and he oh. wasn't. It was the it was uh, William Bradley, I think, is the guy's name, or David Someone, Bradley. David, David Bradley. Bradley. There it is. David, David Bradley. Bradley. Yeah, he started. Uh, well, here, here's the thing, Zod, uh, and uh, you and I agree on this. I think. Well, maybe not. But what was your favorite scene in that movie? The end. With. The end where he shows the it shows the future doctor, shows him That's looking amazing. off and seeing the future doctor, yeah. showing that the showing that the that the series of Doctor Who will continue and it will endure beyond him, mm-hmm. which was the whole point, which was fantastic. Yep, and that and was, of course Matt Smith was still the doctor. So right, and then of course right after that they get rid of Matt Smith. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right after they show one of the most they show one of the most enduring doctors. One of the most popular doctors, and then boom, change him the very next day. Not only one of the most popular, the doctor who made the Doctor Who popular in America, really, like the one who made it blow up big in America. Yep. And yep. you just get rid of him. Yep. Good job, BBC. Yeah, we want it to continue to be a BBC thing, not a yeah. Well, you know, here's the American thing. thing. <laughs> he was he was of course busy in uh, with Terminator Genesis. That's the problem. Who, Matthew, uh, Matthew uh, Smith? Uh, uh, yes. all, all 35 <laughs> seconds of his Terminator Genesis role. <laughs> that was an important was 35 seconds. It took, it took was... months to film. Months. Who was he even in that? He probably made more money doing that, though, than he than he had in his, his entire last season of Doctor Who. 
probably he played Skynet. That's a, mm-hmm. the little kid. No man, Skynet, like the actual. Skynet oh, the like when it snuck up and it grabbed um, uh, John Connor from the behind and shit. Right, right. That was him. Right, that real. He was the right. He was the rapist Skynet, and not the little kid Skynet. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So he was the raper. That was yeah, such he, an he, awful he, film, anyways. Though yeah, man. he got him, he got him from the behind. Yeah, yeah. He did get him from behind, dude. Yeah, he got him from the behind. Yeah, American me style. <laughs> Don't look at me straight up. Jim, uh, yeah, yeah. Yes, oh man, that's what like, happened. Anybody that has Genesis. that in this year, like they really need to have their head examined. <clears throat> yeah, because I do. <clears throat> it's in my top ten. Yeah, that and Chappie, man. Honestly, I don't see how. Why, why, do, why you gotta be messing with Chappie? Okay, though? okay. Here's my question, Johnny. Between between that and Chappie, which one wins? Which one's a better film? Chappie's a better movie than Terminator Genesis because at least Chappie was not like the the second worst Terminator movie ever. Like Chappie was just a bad version of um, Short Circuit Two and RoboCop Three with a bunch of um, racism and classism. Um, Stereotypes thrown in it. So Chappie and, was actually a pretty decent movie. See, I haven't watched Chappie yet, so I don't it, know. A, I like Chappie. I, I tell you the it's truth, like it's a, it's a mess. The narrative's all over the place. Like eh, whatever. Neil Buttclamp, he needs somebody like a producer, like Steven Spielberg. <laughs> Neil Buttclamp. <laughs> Neil Buttclamp. He's the director <laughs> of, of that. He's a <laughs> Neil Bumpkin or whatever. His name's Neil Buttclamp or something like that. But I call him Buttclamp because, like, he made. That's a Johnnyism right there. No, no, I love District Nine, and I have high hopes for his his Alien movie. But like Elysium and uh, Chappie. Yeah. Like, they really suck. He needs somebody like Steven Spielberg to look over his shoulder, like a producer that's right there with him. That's like, dude, you're going too crazy. You got to rein yourself in and keep the one narrative on your film. I like, like the Elysium. That was a pretty decent movie with him and Matt Damon. Matt Damon with this big mutated Mr. Hey, uh, Jackal, what did you think of The Martian? It's it was pretty good. A, it's a good, it's movie, a good movie, dude. Yeah, it's a very good movie. Yeah, I like the watch. Ridley knocked that out of the park, dude, yeah. honestly. Here's the here's here's kicker. His character in The Martian was better than his character in Interstellar. Absolutely. That's character. what I say. I like both of those movies. I thought they were both really well he done. He wasn't yeah, as huh? big of a moron as he was in Interstellar. Like, in Interstellar, he's like, Matt, I don't want to admit to screwing up, so I, I'm going to kill Matthew McConaughey. It's like, why does that make sense to you? Why are you even going to try to do that? But, like, in The Martian, he's just kind of like, you guys left me, you dicks. And they're like, okay, we'll come back and get you. You know, and, like, you kind of felt for him a little more in The Martian. Yeah, than best did, gag in the entire movie, uh, the, the whole thing with the 80s music. Yeah. That was funny. Oh, the, yeah, the disco. Yeah, <laughs> that was great. Yeah, I, I, music, yeah, I loved it. I thought I thought the Martian was a wonderful. And movie. he lost a ton of weight for that movie. Oh my goodness! Yeah, his head almost looks normal again too. Oh, wow, <laughs> almost. <laughs> method acting. Yeah, method acting exactly. Yes, method using and good acting. <laughs> He's almost back to being a good actor again. Yeah. Almost. Matt Damon. The one thing is, like, dude, like, we're just, the American people, we've wasted so much money going and retrieving him from all these places. Like, first, yes. we had to go get him from Germany, and then we had to go get him from some snow planet, and now we got to go pick his ass up from Mars. He has to <laughs> oh, quit man. getting lost, man. For reals, kid. Like, I agree 100%. It's, uh, millions and millions and millions of dollars has been spent retrieving him from some kind of catastrophe. 
It's got to stop, man. Yeah, Anderson. not even Ben Affleck goes and picks him up anymore. They got to send like strangers, like Kate Mara right. and Matthew McConaughey, to go pick it's him gone, up. Yeah, it's gotten so bad. Your boy Ben doesn't even want to do it. Like that's messed up. Like, you know. Yeah, well, Matt Damon wants to play Daredevil, so yeah, that's yeah. Fuck you, Matt Damon. That makes <laughs> we already have a good Daredevil. Like Matt Damon should have played Captain America when they offered it to him like five years ago. No, he should have played. He should have played James T. Kirk. That too. Reboot. Yeah, that's what he should have done. I, I still, I still kind of have hopes for that at some point, man. I mean, that would when be. They reboot the reboot. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, be- I want to see the reboot of the reboot. <laughs> I want to see him as Kirk. I really second Spock. That's going to be amazing. no. You know who yeah. they'll get? As the, you know who they'll get as Spock? They'll get uh, the guy from House. They'll get Hugh Laurie to play Spock. He Hugh looks Laurie nothing Spock. like oh, Spock. He played Bones, dude. Come on. Like if Hugh yeah, Laurie's going to play anybody, he was a doctor play, already. Yeah, he'll play Bones because he actually looks like kind of like the Force. Actually, they like, should. I like that. They should, yeah. I don't think yeah. that'd be <laughs> Actually, they should get like they should get Andy Dick to play Spock. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Wahlberg. Why not? Why not? Hi, I'm a Vulcan. I don't have any no. emotions, but no. I'm Mark a- Wahlberg. I'm Mark Khan. Wahlberg would be perfect as Khan. Mark Wahlberg as Khan. <laughs> <laughs> Only if he did a Spanish accent like uh, Ricardo Montalban. <laughs> oh, that'd be epic. I am Khan. Wahlberg. It's just Khan might Wahlberg. as well just ruin Star Trek altogether completely. Never mind. <laughs> Well, you know it's going to happen. I mean, J.J. Abrams is not directing. Well, they're anymore, rebooting. So. If they reboot the reboot, then yeah, dude, like it's going to be pretty wonky. You know what I mean? Unless they get somebody that can step in and like do something like what Nolan did with Batman Begins. You know. Well, I mean? my thing is that I, getting Matt Damon as Kirk is a good is a good start. Honestly, that would work. When he was younger, but he's almost as old as Shatner is now. I mean, like the guy's old. <laughs> Shatner's yeah, that's a good in point. His 80s. That's a good point, though. Uh, Matt Damon is probably the age now that Kirk was when they did Wrath the Khan. Yeah, yeah. No. No. He needs to get chubby. I think? If he no, wants to, no. If he's going to be Wrath the Khan. A, no, man. Uh, no, man. He was like at least 60 in that movie. Matt Damon is 45 now. Shatner exactly. was when he did Wrath of Khan. Let's see, Shatner. Wrath of Khan age. I love Google. <laughs> Let's see, Wrath of Khan age. I still see Mark Wahlberg as Spock. He'd be awesome. Shatner was, at the time, let's see, that was in 82. Leonardo DiCaprio as Scotty. Gotta do math here. (laughs) That'd work. (laughs) That would be so terrifying. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio can't even deliver lines in regular English. To try to hear him do Scottish would be terrifying, man. He's, he's Shatner's eighty four now. So, and just to be PC, just to be PC, Michael B. Jordan will play Zulu. Yeah, definitely. You know what you're saying, or it'll be Chekhov. Chekhov. Michael B. Jordan, he could play a Klingon man. No, he'd have to be. <laughs> uh, no, we could have Worf join the original um, cast. You know, it does timelines don't matter. It's a <laughs> right, right. timelines don't matter. <laughs> nothing no more. You're right. <laughs> Uh, so how old was uh, Shatner there? Uh, oh, oh, right. Are you still figuring this out? Google's supposed to be a lot quicker than this. Jeez. Yeah, come on, man. What do you got? Wind up, Google. Can't do the math, there, buddy. Hold on a second. Here we the go. The computer comes with calculator, man. 
<laughs> Yamas. Yeah, he was fi- he was fifty one when he did Wrath of Khan. Okay, so he was. So he, Matt, had, he had five Matt, years on Matt Damon. Matt da- yeah, so Matt Damon could Matt Damon could play uh, could play Kirk if they did the. Yeah, but Matt Damon looks like he's in a lot better shape than Shatner was when he was fifty. Like really, yeah, Shatner, I'm Shatner sure. looked like he was. He looked like he was seventy five when he. That's did that. why I say I think he could do a good Captain Kirk because he's in good shape and. No, because Captain Kirk's not supposed to be in good shape. He's supposed to be, if we're doing a Rathacon era Captain Kirk, he's supposed to be a chunky old man. No, but Kirk looked good in Rathacon, though. He looked good. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> he, he, was, he looked good. <laughs> he was in I don't good know about shape. that. Because remember, he was doing TJ Hooker at the time, too. Dude, he was not in good shape. He had to stay in good shape. He was running around. He was running around. And... <laughs> You know I'm clipping uh-huh. that as a soundbite, right? Shiner <laughs> <laughs> look good in Rathicon. Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh man. Fifty one, huh? I'll tell you what, I'm more interested in seeing like a reboot of the reboot of Star Trek than I am to see a new ter- um, Terminator movie after Genesis, though, man. Honestly, like that that franchise just needs to go away for like a decade or two. Probably will. No, they're actually like still trying to figure out how they could like do another movie from last I read. Like, yeah, for what? I don't know. I don't think they're gonna do a, another movie. I think I they're, don't know uh, where 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 they can go right now. They're kind they of they could I, look. I like Genesis. I don't care what. No, but I mean, it was Genesis was supposed to be the start of a new trilogy, right? But correct. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. In, it That's has a great point. end to it, though. It does. It has a finality to the end of it. So I mean, they could just end it there. Yeah, or they could continue forward and make more money. <laughs> it's not like the movie flopped. The movie made a ton of cash, okay? So let's be honest here. It did not flop. It didn't? I, I know that, like, it's one of the most mocked films of the year, man. Like, no, like you, you two are honestly the only two people I know that like that crap. It could have been. I like it. It could have been worse. It was definitely much better than the last Terminator movie. Um, well, dude, any, Gem and the Holograms is better than the last Terminator movie. Let's be honest. No, no, dude. Gem yeah, and the Holograms yeah, is better yeah. than Terminator 3, but it wasn't better than Salvation. Really? You liked Salvation? I... No, but it was better than Gem and the Holograms is all I said. Like, Shatner looked good in that movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that laugh made it also into a song clip. I'm just telling you right now. That's a good laugh. <laughs> Great. <laughs> uh, but... I don't know, man. Like, exactly. The only thing that came out this year that I think they could actually have a sequel that would work good for it, Jurassic Turd. So that movie, it was it was shit, but it was like the good kind of shit. So now that one, I bet you it was gonna... shit, but it was a good kind of shit. Yeah, <laughs> there's another quote for you. Yeah, that's making it to a sound clip. It was it was like Sharknado, but with like a billion dollars more funding behind Sharks. it. Yeah. Well, it made a billion dollars at the box office, so. Yeah, in 13 days, which I don't get, man. Like, honestly, like, it, it's not... <laughs> Come on, it was a summer film. You know, it was something you take your kids to see. It's not like you... It's not a surprise that it, it did so well, really, when you think about it. I, I honestly didn't expect it to make that much money. I was going off of the other Jurassic Park sequels, which were awful. Yeah, but it's been a while since there's been one. And there yeah, but Jurassic Park 3 was bad enough to remember. 
like yeah. why it was awful and why there wasn't a kids sequel. Now are you know aren't looking at that? Kids now are looking at it like it's probably the first. I was classic. I was, su- I was surprised that the series is that popular that it resonated with that many people. Because look, that movie did not make you know the money it made just because of the new fans. It made money because of even, the nostalgia of the old fans. Also, okay, so wanted even to adjusted for okay, so adjusted for inflation, how did the original? Uh, Jurassic Park. Dude. Not as well as this one. Like this made a shitload of money. Well, it was still one of the top grossing films of all time until like the market changed and stuff. But like, I think it's still in the top twenty for um, uh, top grossing films of all time. Though the first Jurassic Park, it, it did. I, that was the first movie I remember seeing where there was like actually lines around theaters for people going to see that shit. No doubt the movie was popular. Don't get me wrong. I mean, the movie made three hundred and fifty-seven million dollars. Yeah, back when movies were worth like what two fifty to see a matinee. So I mean, like we're talking. No, about- no, no, it was not two fifty. Look, with a domestic lifetime gross of four hundred and two million dollars, that's after all the re because they did a couple of re-releases and stuff later on. The movie did gross worldwide a billion dollars. So, you're talking about the original. Yeah, I'm talking about Jurassic Park, not Jurassic yeah. World. Yeah, Jurassic Park. That one made a billion. Jurassic World made a billion dollars in thirteen years, uh, thirteen days. Well, adjusted, <laughs> years. Well, no, 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 inflation. No. It's it made more money than Jurassic World. Adjusted for inflation, I'm looking at it right now. Adjusted for ticket inflation, Jurassic Park makes seven hundred and eighteen to J- Jurassic World's six fifty eight. Well, that's just crazy. So. Well, it's really good that they were able to resonate that kind of nostalgia out of fans after right? two of the worst sequels ever made. I mean, like, The Lost World and Jurassic Park 3 are terrible films. Uh, well, yeah, people were like, wow, this actually looks pretty good, and we can take our kids to see it. And yep. it's the nostalgia. Yay! And also has the uh, the factor that it has Chris Pratt is a very popular actor right now. Very popular actor, yeah. He's got, he's, he can ride his motorcycles with raptors hanging out with him. Like, he's right, cool right, and right. stuff. The most ridiculous. Also has, you know, he was in the Guardians of the Galaxy, which was a big hit. Also, this you know past year, so you know, there's a lot of different factors as to why that movie was a big hit. Mm. Now, I'm counting on that nostalgic factor in December to make Star Wars a huge. Well, think of, well come on, think of all the records that are have that Star Wars has shattered already. You don't dude. even have to That's worry crazy. about that. Even with my negativity, that movie's not going to fucking. It's crazy fail at many- all. Dude, it's crazy how much money that movie's already made. That movie could really suck is. worse than Attack of the Clones and like it'd still outsell Avatar, dude. It's going to beat Avatar for the top-grossing film of all time. It's End crazy, all- isn't it? End of story. I don't care what anybody says. Whether it's a good movie, it's a bad movie, whether, whether K1's 100% right about how awful it's going to be, like that doesn't factor into the fact that it's still going to outsell Avatar as Everything. the top-grossing yeah. film I of can't all time. See it ever being, I can't see it being horrible in any Yeah, that's what I thought when I went and saw Attack of the Clones, man. <laughs> I like the Attack of the Clones, man. I like that. I one. didn't. That was pretty good. Attack of the Clones. Oh. Actually, Never, I, I didn't like the name. I still don't like that name, but I do like that movie. Well, it was it was a throwback to the old Flash Gordon serials. Oh no, I, I get it. I just thought yeah. it was a dumb name. That's why Lucas is coming up with the, all these. Attack crazy. Of, you know, here's why it was a dumb name. The clones only show up in one scene. The yeah, they, they don't, and they don't. They don't. <laughs> the hell, they, they they don't what's the whole point? Shadowing to these to these they, clones attacking. I know. They actually like show up and like bail the people out. There should be like the clones bail out or something. You know what I mean? Like creation of the clones because they spend more time in Camino trying to like find out how these things <laughs> yeah. are being created. Yeah. 
Yeah, they should have actually should have called it Camino. Yeah. El Camino. Yeah. Star Wars El Camino. <laughs> El Camino. <laughs> and then the, instead of the Star Wars theme, it would have been like the Lowrider theme. Lowrider. <laughs> yeah, they could have had uh, they could have had John Williams doing the having the yeah, trumpets. John, John Williams and War team up. That'd be epic. <laughs> yeah. So are you buying Star Wars: The Complete Saga on Blu-ray again? Just a repackaging of the. I'm same. probably gonna get. Did they put the Blu-ray versions of the originals out finally? The uncut no, originals. No, not yet. Those are coming, but they that, haven't. That, that, that's all I'm gonna buy. I ain't got no fucking reason to. Is buy that coming out this year or next year? Mm, probably. I, don't know. I already, I already got the ones that they released online, so I'm not really hurting to see them. So, but whenever they come out, I'm probably gonna pick those up. Well, I got two versions of the VHS copies. I have uh, the DVDs and I have the Blu-rays of the special edition. I don't need a, another edition. Another boxed edition of the same stuff. It's the same, you know, like what we were talking about with like. I back got Betamax. I got Laserdisc. I got. <laughs> How many times you want to keep buying these same movies? I got it on floppy disk, five and a half and three and a half floppy disk size. Yeah. I want my Laserdisc next to my DVDs, next to my Blu-rays, next to my Betamax. <laughs> I'm just pissed that I don't have a Revenge of the Sith VHS copy. Uh, I have Episode 1 and 2, 4, 5, and 6 on Get VHS. it imported from, from Europe. Fuck that. I want an American version. I'm American, basically. American. American. Yeah, but it's the same. It's got, it, it at least it'll fit with but your... You can't, you can't watch a European version on an American VCR, man. Like, doesn't matter. It's not you like know? I want to watch it. I just want it. I just want to collect it. So, you yeah. know. It is a piece of man. shit movie, so I, I wouldn't want to watch it either. So. Hey, that's blasphemy. It's a good movie. No, it is not, man. It I is. hate it. Christian I hate awesome. you. You can't take it away from me. That's that's Darth Vader's tough ass right there, man. He's he, he's a real gangster. They've this got it. My baby. No, 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 they've got it for like they've got it for like fifteen bucks, man. You can get it from ship from the UK for like fifteen bucks. They they should have a British dub too. Like, oi, I'm Anakin Skywalker, and I'm here. To- <laughs> <laughs> All British versions. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Anyway, we do got to go, guys. Uh, the Outer Edge is up in a couple minutes here. Oh, on, uh, come on, radio. man. Really? So yeah. Well, Tim oh, and uh, dude, Tim, dude. Tim Schwartz and Michael Mott. Yeah, I don't need Mott mad at me. So yeah, let's go ahead. Yeah, yeah, we don't want. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants to get annihilated, but the Mott. <laughs> The uh, Matinator. Okay, well. Oh, well. <laughs> okay, you go ahead and have Mott come after you, because he's, he's probably already got his sights on you with the William Shatner looked good in that movie. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, he did. He was in good shape. <laughs> now, there it is, dude. There's there's Jackal's collection I just posted in on Skype. Has it got the Betamax? That's all six VHS. Ooh, who, who wants VHS, man? Betamax. See, but I don't want the little red sticker that says it's imported on the bottom of the right. You know, I don't want that. Oh, that twelve, that yeah, goofy, that goofy UK bullshit. sticker that they put the on all. Yeah. yeah, I can't. I, I hate that. That that's one thing you can never get away with. Whenever you yep. import something from yeah. there, you always got to have that. Why? Well, not just not just the UK, but when you buy, when I get stuff from Canada too, it always comes with that same yeah rating system. It's terrible. I hate it. I mean, make it smaller and less. You know. Intrusive. <laughs> Make it so, number one. Anyway, gotta go, guys. Uh, Till next week.
and maybe next week your nephew will be quieter. And program. Yeah, next week, nephew, don't talk as much, because Jesus fucking Christ, man, you couldn't say a word. And program. Hey, I said a couple words. Yeah, that's the problem, you said a couple, that's all. <laughs> Good thing we gave you the 2.0 nomin names. Yeah. Totally out. Robbie the nephew. Alright, guys. Mike Mott, Tim Schwartz are next. Stick